0: well hey hi guys doing again let's start over
1: <laughs> nope we're leaving it in <laughs> hey
0: what's going on everybody this is another episode of just two pals thanks for joining us uh we are just just two pals we're just a couple of pals who talk about movies and comics and video games and oh what whatever we talk about whatever we want boy buddy so, you
1: forgot to say TV shows oh TV God, shows. yeah I'm we're furious about
0: those bad boys yeah um
1: oh bad pals. boys I like that you said that
0: we love the movie bad boys we're all about will smith we definitely love martin lawrence um, who
1: doesn't love martin
0: they shouldn't anyway here with me my best buddy my second hand guy the, the pal number two is he's commonly referred to as uh johnny how you doing Johnny? hey
1: buddy thanks uh thanks for having me here i really appreciate it i'm You're doing all right. right how are you
0: I'm hanging in there, pal. I'm hanging in
1: there. Yeah, it's t- tough. to be pal number one, huh? That's what they. That's what they you know, always say. That's what they always tell me, at least. Always. You know what I mean? When you're
0: top, when you're top heap man, it's what can you do? You know. Well,
1: definitely, if you keep considering yourself the top heap man, I'm sure For it's. Sure. I'm sure and it's I do. difficult. And I will. So, buddy, we have an episode that we're doing today.
0: Today there's an episode,
1: yes. Yeah, that's
0: right. um, If you're joining us here, there's definitely an episode, and you're about to listen to it if you're joining us here. So we, today, um, well, we should say we, we just came off seeing Suicide Squad this weekend, mm-hmm. so we obviously want to talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, um, we, um, we, we we're kind of battling as to what we really wanted to talk about most, and what ended up happening, actually what worked out really well, is um, Two Broke Geeks they were doing an episode about suicide squad and they were doing a whole episode of it. And we thought, well, that'd be great. Why don't we, you know, we'll pop over there. We'll give our opinions on uh, suicide squad. You'll really hear like our review of it. Um, and maybe w- our plan is to go a-, a little more in depth. Um, but we wanted the show to be more about focusing on maybe some bad guys or some bad guys gone good or antiheroes. Um, I'd say anti-heroes, even anti-villains
0: sometimes. Anti-villains, yeah. You might call them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I think there's, we we do like that dynamic of the anti-whatever, but uh, tend to, I've noticed, a couple of the ones we like a lot are kind of more like anti-villains even, who are, there are villains, but they definitely have some genuine causes. Uh, But then we also like the heroes who do some dark stuff. Right, so it
1: kind of goes both ways. You definitely explained it to perfection, buddy. Well done.
0: And I well always done, do. well
1: said. And I always well, do. you always try, and most of the time you succeed. This time you did. This I'm, time, I'm it very happy. Out. This, this time, time it fine. works out as it does every time. Well. As it does mostly, yes. So, uh, definitely, I mean, if you if you want to hear our thoughts on Suicide Squad, I, you know, we don't we won't tease you and say listen to the end, we'll tell you about Suicide Squad, and then say well we're only going to tell you a little. Like, you know, we'll get into it. We'll we'll give it uh, we'll give it our all. Um, sure. But uh, the primary focus on this episode, we'll definitely be talking about heroes, anti-villains. Um, if you want to hear more of our expanded thoughts on Suicide Squad, you can check out the Two Broke Geeks podcast uh, when that comes out tomorrow.
0: Mhm.
1: so mm-hmm. anyway buddy um i got a couple of names here i definitely want to go over but let's start
0: Go on drop to, some names so on me buddy
1: what i'm gonna do buddy it's pal number one i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna extend to you the offer to list your first characters pal number two who do you want to talk about first
0: oh buddy let's i do let's i'll get it right out of the way because he's one of my favorite characters of of them all pal and that's uh Oh man, now I don't know which one to say. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. This is why you're pal number two, buddy. You're I'll tell you. Fair. No, I'll tell you what, buddy. You know what hurts me is that a lot, a couple of these characters are some of my favorite of all time. So, so I didn't want to intro and the feel ch- misleading. Anyway, I want to talk, Let's talk about Red Hood, buddy, because he's one of my favorites.
1: I know you love Red Hood. I knew he was gonna come up, buddy.
0: Did you? you knew this guy would come up.
1: Yeah, you, know, you. I told you that I recently rewatched Under the Red Hood. Did you get yeah. a chance to do that?
0: I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorites for sure. It's and it still is after seeing it again. It's it's definitely up there. It's one of the best.
1: All the animated movies DC has done. Red Hood, Under the Red Hood, is probably my favorite.
0: Yeah, and you know what is cool about Red Hood is it's not one. So you know how like Dark Knight is. uh, Dark Knight Returns is definitely one of those panel for panel type recreations. Yeah. Um, Red Hood's definitely not. Like, there's a lot of stuff, obviously, that's right out of the book. But they added in a bunch of stuff um, to make the movie a little longer and stuff, I guess. Uh, That wasn't necessarily in the comic, but it all worked. Um, It definitely didn't suffer like sometimes, unfortunately, movies do when they
1: add stuff in.
0: Yeah, Yeah. yeah, but... um, Yeah, I mean, mean, at least Batman didn't
1: bang Jason Todd.
0: No, well, I think he might have in the deleted scenes, but... (laughs) (laughs)
1: But right, yeah, he uh, <laughs> like like they like they did it like Bruce Tim was in charge of that bit there, and they're like Bruce, you know, we're definitely we're definitely trying to set a precedent moving forward with our animated movies, and we, we think want this us to shock this. people. Yeah, right. we don't we don't need this much. Right, we need to give people
0: nightmares, nightmares here. <laughs> That's what we want to do is what Bruce
1: says. And uh, one of the greatest things about the Under the Red Hood story is that it gets the character of Red Hood so damn near perfect mm-hmm. um, because he he is i mean jason jason todd's almost a character on his own right But when he was robin but when he transitions into that that persona of red hood like he's a fucking bad dude
0: yeah and, and honestly it, it it takes the whole progression to get you there too it is the there is definitely an an appeal of the whole fallen robin um aspect of it you know but uh he's definitely i mean he's definitely not my favorite robin um no who's tim drake by it's, the way is in he case you wanted to know uh, some people yeah i think some people they ask jason todd buddy you think that jason Maybe. todd robin I think so, buddy. I, I think so. Because he's kind of like the one of the – he's like the rough one. He was always the one going a little too hard and stuff. You he's, know? Being,
1: he's a real jackass.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a real jerk.
1: Stealing tires and he's shit. He's a real asshole. He's the kind of guy who would jump in right in the middle of his buddy's uh, conversation and say that we forgot to do the audible wheel and we're going to go ahead oh, and – Oh, he would love doing <laughs> that. He'd love to interrupt his best friend while he's in the middle of uh, – He always does he always does that characters so let's go ahead and spin this root ru- this uh this wheel real quick here buddy uh no sound effect or you got a sound effect for i got it? one you got one all right here we go and spinning
0: pretty good buddy, i love
1: it yeah 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 i want Plat- to just Plat- correct one quick
0: thing you said you said we forgot i distinctly remember that you forgot and you rushed me right into this you know, whole decision-making
1: process. You, buddy. It's a real Jason Todd move to go <laughs> past the buck like that.
0: Real se- great segue there, buddy, because I want to talk a little bit about Jason Todd. You know what we have been talking about. him. Anyway, we'll get right back to it. Um, What was I saying now? Threw me off. I was saying that um
1: He's your he's not your favorite Robin. Tim not Drake my favorite is, Robin. People like him as Robin. Tim
0: Drake's my favorite Robin. Some people might like the guy as Robin, but he's not my favorite. But it does take all of that him being Robin and and everything to uh to bring that character like to, to what it is and why we love him so much. But um but what you said, no, yeah, he is a bad dude. He's he's not a good guy. Um I would say that before the new fifty two, I would consider him like an Oh man, maybe an anti villain, maybe an anti hero, but I mean, he definitely killed a lot of criminals, so mm-hmm. that he definitely stuck to doing that. So you would call him, I guess, an anti hero, kind of a vigilante who, but he kills bad guys. But he would definitely. You know, Red Hood's not going to be above killing a police officer if he gets in his way either.
1: Yeah, or, he's, he's that guy who does the does the wrong thing for the right reasons, but then also does the wrong thing for the wrong reasons.
0: Right. Um. I I do remember. I mean, so when Grant Morrison had a hold of him, um, and he was kind of like he was almost like the Dick Grayson Dick Grayson's Batman, uh, equivalent of Joker. Right. He was his arch nemesis. Um, going back to, uh, battle for the cowl, you know, he was like one of the, the big guys who was trying to, he was chasing after the cowl, trying to take over
1: for Bruce after he died. He's Uh, like the guy you were rooting against. Like, yeah, for all the bad reasons, he was
0: shooting people, he's killing people. He's obviously not the, the choice to be the next Batman. No um and you know Dick had to kind of stop him and it really carried on in, in the Batman and Robin uh book from Grant Morrison where he kind of came back as like one of Jason or yeah uh, Dick's main villains and that guy that's my favorite <laughs> interpretation between that and Judd Winnick's you know under the red hood those are those are my favorite stuff that's what makes him my favorite and i remember there's these great bits about how you know when they locked jason up um all of a sudden like suicide rates of inmates went up like 80 <laughs> percent 82 people died when he busted out of prison or something He's like that just
1: killing anybody he doesn't care
0: right right but but a lot of it were criminal like our people inmates and stuff he right. killed a lot of inmates just getting out like if i'm gonna get out and I'm busting out anyway. I'm going to kill you along the way just because fuck you. Yeah. But he definitely took out some guards and stuff like that. He was a bad guy. He was definitely not – he's not somebody that the Bat family was going to associate themselves with. No. And then the New 52 no. happened, buddy.
1: Yeah. And, and we both don't like it. We, he pussied they, out. He pussied out in that he's just – I don't know. He was a, he, There was nothing special about him anymore. Mm -hmm. At that point, he lost a lot of what made him compelling. I mean, the thing that makes him so compelling is the fact that he was a Robin, like he was the ultimate hero's sidekick, Mm -hmm. right? Like the guy, like the hero that you strive to be, Batman, you strive to be that guy. And he was the sidekick and was taught by that guy and still ended up as fucked up as he did. Um, Right, right. It's a history. Yeah. By the Joker, right? (laughs) Yeah. So and and then driven mad in his own way. Um, Right. Because he became almost like an anti-Batman. And it was compelling to just not have this character pop up, you know, and just be like, I'm the anti-Batman. Like, Mm -hmm. this guy was created um, because he was a Robin, and he knows Batman so intimately.
0: A very long history. And for the fans, it's very personal because we killed him,
1: right? (laughs) Yeah, buddy, I I looked it up. during the votes it was 5,343 for his death and 5,271 against so mm-hmm. it was just a margin of 72 votes right so you're right there were i guess i mean there were a lot more people than i would have thought i i never remembered just how close it was but that's mm-hmm. really damn close
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah really really cool i mean obviously it was one of those things that if we saw it today, we'd be like, "Oh my god, really?" Grasping at straws, DC, but <laughs> yeah. it, it worked, right? It, it, it did. It, it's definitely a tale of comic history. Um, but uh, yeah, so they they bring him back in the New Fifty Two, and he's he's totally. He's you know he's using he's using rubber bullets he's working he's ba- he is an integrated part of the bat family, even though Damien does mention a lot in the beginning like you used to be a murderer I don't fucking trust you you know but um but he does he doesn't do that kind of stuff and like it seemed like he didn't do that many bad things right like there wasn't a it doesn't seem like the things that he did that we know of happened in the new 52. So all that got taken away and all of a sudden he's just like this good guy who just happens to shoot people every now and then. Yeah. But for the most part, he's using rubber bullets and shit like that. So it's like he may as well be robbing with Nerf guns. Like the thing <laughs> is like there's no difference, right? It's Like you said, he's wasn't he's not special anymore. Yeah. Um, and that's a bummer to me. I don't like seeing like as much as I love images of all the Robins together and him being there. I I really don't like that he's an integrated part of the family now and not this really bad dude. I don't know what's gonna happen in Rebirth, but
1: I hope he goes back to normal. And I feel like it was a it was just trying to get new fans doing that, right? I mean it's... they. They were trying to cater to, uh, to a population of people who, like – they were like, look, this guy is a hero, right? But sometimes he's a little naughty. Yeah. You know, instead of just being a bad dude who sometimes was – A
0: little kid. good. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. And, and you know what is sucks about it is – we'll probably get into it more when we get down the line because there's one – that's going to be on be on our list that's probably top 2 or 3 favorite characters of all time um and it's a stark difference because Jason didn't have this redeeming story nope. that brought him into being this new you know squirt gun robin he he was he didn't have he didn't go through anything that we were like oh man he really came through that and he's a better guy for it he just got retconned into this better guy yeah so maybe that's why it made me so angry and then it was and then it seemed like DC was like oh we can't have a Red Hood book unless he's got 14 fucking friends helping yeah, him yeah, he
1: definitely <laughs> the for the team
0: right 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 and definitely exaggerating there he only had two people but <laughs> there's been like it's four too different too books right there was the Outlaws book and then there was the Red Hood and the Arsenal book and then now there's this other Red Hood book where he's got fucking Bizarro, and who's the other one he's with
1: I don't remember.
0: I can't remember. It's Bizarro and somebody, though. It's we should like probably know this.
1: It's a woman kind of villain, right? Because it's like the, anti, um, it's the anti-trinity. Yes. Yes. Something like I'm that. I'm going to look it up. And, you
0: anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with that, I but I feel like I'm not going to like it. We'll see. I mean, I'm giving everything in Rebirth a shot because it's been so good, so mm-hmm. we'll definitely see what happens. But it's just like, the. it seems like...
1: Oh, it's like, Artemis.
0: Artemis, okay, yeah. It seems like Grant Morrison and Judd Winnick, they won't touch the character anymore. Not that Grant Morris they're doing a lot of stuff anymore, but why why weren't they tapped to do these books? Like, even in the New 52, I remember Judd Winnick had, like, two or three other books, and was like, wait a minute, why is he not writing Red Hood? That doesn't make <laughs> any sense to anybody. And it's almost like if they said, like, hey, we're not doing that, Jason. We're just going to make him this new guy. And everyone was like, well, then fuck him. He's <laughs> – I don't care about him <laughs> yeah, anymore. Then, no, thank you. Because I don't, and he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. It bums me out, buddy. Well, he's he's definitely toting some pistols. Um, he's He's got real – lo- they look like real bullets.
1: They look, He looks like he's shooting people. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I, I'm, um, I'm okay if they tone it down a little bit because I know they want to make him accessible, right? Right.
0: And it's got to make sense with the New 52 because this isn't a retcon. Right. You know? So he's so, not going to be the Jason I want I think, probably ever again.
1: Hopefully there's a middle ground. Hopefully there's a way to right. be okay with it. But I, I agree with you. Like, they sterilized him. Yeah. Like, he got neutered. Right. And sure. and just out of nowhere, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, hey, we're you know, prepare yourself because you're gonna lose your balls.
0: Right, right, right. Was, they didn't give me boom, a treat. They didn't set and put me in a nice room with nice music. <laughs> or for him, you know. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. right.
1: Yeah, work. Jason Todd is who you mean, not you. Of course.
0: Yeah, not me. I'm not Jason Todd. I'm not it. giving away my secret identity here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. It was just right away i will say this though his uh his suit you know when it went to the new 52 i i loved his suit when we first got the images of it yeah um i dig that with the jacket and the bat on his chest i'm i'm fine with that because jason always symbolized the bat still even when he was this villain and it was almost kind of like he was making a mockery of the symbol it was a giant middle finger
1: to the whole bat family
0: yeah yeah but he definitely Re repre- I mean, he wanted desperately to be Batman. He really legitimately wanted to be Batman. But uh, he's, he's just he wasn't. But spo- this guy could be Batman. My Jason Todd cannot be Batman. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> what do you think? What'd you think of him in in the uh, in Arkham Arkham Knight?
1: Boy, Since that's it was cool.
0: the story, right? <laughs>
1: that, spoilers, for yeah, spoilers for Arkham Knight. Spoilers for Arkham Knight. I don't know, buddy. You know I'm you know I'm playing through it again. I, I haven't actually played it since the last time we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I haven't progressed anymore in the story. but I remember I remember being disappointed and being like they they didn't make it any secret, right like anyone who knows Batman or at least anyone who knows Jason Todd. Mm. Uh, or the character of red hood playing that game would know from the beginning oh this is their interpretation of jason todd
0: yeah we call everybody called it from the beginning if they've yeah. ever read the book if they've ever re- watched the movie they definitely called the story and this was just that version's telling of that story yeah so i am fine with that um I don't,
1: he's it. I don't understand just make him red hood then
0: yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. remember that. I remember the game was over, and I was like, the fact that he was this secretive Arkham Knight character for a while, and then it turned out to be Jason Todd with no other twist in it. Right,
0: and then um,
1: becomes Red Hood. And then becomes Red Hood. That I was super disappointed in, but it was a retelling of the story, and it was fine. I mean, yeah, it was very it was still good. It's very classic Red Hood story, right? Yeah. Take, all... take, take a put aside the fact that he's Arkham Knight and not Red Hood. It's the it would turn out the exact same way.
0: Yeah. And uh, his outfit in that is super badass too, um, especially the one from the GameStop uh, DLC, the Red Hood DLC, um, which I think oh, yeah. you said you hadn't played much of yet. But oh man, I love him in that. He's one of my favorite parts. Yeah. So um, and that that to me that Arkham Jason Todd, that's very much I feel like my Jason Todd.
1: Dude, he you know? totally killed people in that. Yeah. Like that was that was the that was the dark gritty version of Jason Todd that everyone loved and wasn't dark and gritty to try to be dark and gritty. You know what I mean? That was just the character.
0: It was a 20, 20 some odd year, like solid progression. Right. Yeah. And then just like zip, we change it for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely liked the, there there's always, there's been two, like a two different things. Like either he got thrown into the Lazarus pit and that's what made him a little off, off kilter. Yeah. Um, or they always go with the, Superboy Prime punching the wall of reality, my favorite DC moment yeah. of all time.
1: Yeah, no that's um, that's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So great.
0: either way, it's cool that something happened to him to make him a little little mm-hmm. nutso when he came back. So um but yeah he's a big part of a lot of my favorite books under the hood hush the batman robin by grant morrison it's Mm -hmm. he's definitely been the center of some of my favorite storylines so
1: one of my faves buddy i totally agree with you i really like him obviously i don't like him as much as you do you love him love him um uh who's uh who you got on your list dc i got another one from dc you're gonna like it I know you're going to like it. I should I should actually preface, preface. We're sort of taking some liberties with the whole anti-hero, anti-villain label. Sometimes Obviously. we're just picking villains that will sometimes do good things occasionally. You know what I mean? Or well,
0: I think or, that's in the vein of how this movie, uh, how Suicide Squad's being received. Because um, Harley's being toted as this anti-hero, um, which is kind of why I wanted to do this episode to talk about that, too. Yeah. Um, Harley's never really been an anti-hero. Harley is a villain who sometimes thought she could do some good, but never really followed through with it. No. Um, until the New 52, when she did start, do, you know, she kind of started she's being... She's really
1: broken away from Joker now, and she's she's got her own stories yeah. going on. Which I
0: don't like anything it, about Harley anymore.
1: And I'm sure there's a way to do it successfully that everyone would be happy with, but this yeah. jump right into it, I'm not on board with.
0: Yeah, I definitely don't care about Harley anymore, where I used to love Harley. And that's why, um, just a, a little sneak peek at our Suicide Squad's talks, I, I think she captured what I love about the old Harley. Um, and that's why I liked her performance so much. Margot Robbie, I should say. Yeah. Um, well, and while they did tie in some of the New 52 origin, like with the VAT and stuff, Um, They did it better than New Fifty Two did it. Way better. Because New Fifty Two took away her choice completely. He kind of like throws her in there. Yeah. And then she kind of flips. In this, she would like they made that point of her of him saying like, you know, you have to say that you will do whatever I want or whatever it was. She was already it was totally her choice. Yeah. Yeah. And then she jumped in herself, right? If I remember. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So um, fell back.
0: So So, I felt the movie did it better than New Fifty Two did it for sure. I agree.
1: So I guess in that vein like another thing we'll focus on are characters who do bad things but but for what they perceive as the right reasons.
0: Ah yes buddy for sure. Um
1: those are some of our favorite characters and yeah. the one I want to talk about now is Sinestro.
0: Oh yeah I didn't even think about Sinestro
1: because Sinestro is like that ultimate villain who does 100% the wrong thing the wrong way but right he truly believes what he's doing is right. Like he truly thinks he needs to lead the green lane. He really thinks
0: thinks he's going to save the universe.
1: Yeah. He thinks, he thinks that it, that the universe requires the order, not protection. Right. And he's the only one who can provide that order. Right. Um, We really started to get super deep into Sinestro, um, towards the end of, uh, um, or when was it? When when was the story? When
0: I mean, he... pretty much all through Jeff John's, John's run. Yeah. Um, definitely towards the end of the last universe, and even in New Fifty Two. In New Fifty Two, in um, a
1: solo story, didn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah, which was really good. So and good. the way Je- I, I know we're probably going to talk about um, Jeff John's exiting of Green Lantern,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: around there was probably one of our favorite Sinester times. And uh, that was
1: that was the time he absorbed Parallax. Yes, um, and yeah. took out the guardians. Oh, right, right, right. Totally right. thinks he's justified in doing that, and yeah. the, and the it's weird. He's such he's such a complex character that he knew in in his mind he knew doing that was the right thing, but in a way he was super bummed out because he knew he was gonna upset Hal. He knew that what he was doing was the right thing, but How was gonna be sad, and it was almost like he was disappointed to tell How, yeah. "Oh, I already killed them." Somebody. I already did it, yeah. And yeah. and
0: he knew How would try to talk him out of it, even though How knew that's what needed to be done. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing: Sinestro will do what has to be done, no matter how shitty it is. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he'll get it done. But uh, but yeah, he like you said, he and that was a cool thing about his original. Um, His original origin, too, like in in this day and age when back in the day when we had, you know, um, a lot of these like I want to take over the world megalomaniac type villains, then we had Green Lantern. Um, going to this planet and seeing where Thal Sinestro was from and seeing these atrocious things that he was doing. Mm-hmm. But Sinestro never said, like, I just want to rule these people. He just really thought that's what they needed. Yeah. <laughs> he really? And, it, and in a lot of ways, he was thing. right.
1: because He when, was right. When yeah, he, when he lost control of his planet, it ended up being destroyed. <laughs> right. Um, they they did. Wasn't there, like, a civil war or revolt on their planet after he... After he stopped yeah, I think Green a lot Lantern. of
0: them turned against the Yellow Lanterns as well. So, yeah. So, then, yeah, so
1: yeah, so I always, I always really gravitated towards the fact that that he, um, he thinks he's in the right.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, and he always does. It's kind of like that Joker thing. Joke oh excuse me, Joker thinks crazy is the way to be. That sure. everyone should just be crazy. That it's crazy to not be crazy. Just let go of your inhibitions. And and Sinestro like truly believes that nobody understands order like he does right so he needs to be in control of the situation i really really like that his his um being cast out of the green lantern stem from the fact that after being a green lantern so long and seeing that all he's doing is putting criminals in prison and then they break out you know it's like batman it's like what everyone says to batman why don't you just kill the joker like sinestro at a certain point was like you know what i'm not fucking with this shit anymore. Mm -hmm. like i'm just gonna kill the bad guys i think need to be killed my planet's in chaos i'm gonna make sure it's not in chaos anymore like he's um he really started to almost embrace that kind of protector role towards the end of the green lantern run when he absorbed parallax yeah Um, again doing doing a terrible thing but Right. because in the end it did lead to greater good
0: yeah it's what everyone needed and uh and i know there's a some great stuff like even in forever evil um he was one of, oh, of
1: he was the so end, he great was in really forever cool. evil
0: um one thing we both loved about the end of the of jeff john's John, jeff john's run on um, green lantern was that line that sinestra gives to hal about how the real tragedy of their story is that they are really best friends yes and they just not they're just from two different yeah. ways of thinking, you know? They'll never be able to to really do things together. Two but completely
1: they, v- vastly different ideologies. Right.
0: But he does see them as friends, and I think that is is really cool. Um, I remember I, that
1: was one of the first things we talked about. Yeah. After, when the book was over, we both read it. We talked. We were both like, "Holy shit!" Like this dude, like Sinestro, really does know that they're friends. Like even Hal knows that they're friends. But right. I almost feel like Hal resists it more than Sinestro because because Hal's a, a good guy and Sinestro's a right. bad guy. Why would right. you want to be friends with him? But it's that it's that kind of great. It's not as expanded as like uh, Xavier and Magneto. Sure, right. But it, but that that always has kind of been there. Like there's always been that respect between the two of them. But I would definitely say more from Sinestro than from Hal because Sinestro can accept that people don't agree with his way of thinking and Hal can't. It's it's almost um it's almost like when you look at it like that, like Hal's being irrational. Because yeah. Sinestro can at least say, I understand none of you see the way see things the way things I the way I do, but right. this is the right way to do it. Where Hal's like, I don't understand why you keep doing things like this. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. just right. follow the
0: rules. Yeah, I want to just be a good guy like the rest of us.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. super complex. I really liked his story during Blackest Night when he um when he absorbed the life entity. Mm-hmm. And at first he was rocking shit and then <laughs> and then just and then he couldn't control it. Right. He had that great line where he says if anyone's going to say if anyone's going to stop this plague, it'll be me or something yeah. like that. Um because he's the boss in his mind. Oh yeah, he's definitely. the best.
0: Yeah, he's got that ego, and it, it always plays well. He's just he's just cool to, to see him be, be kind of like that, you know, to just take charge when mm-hmm. nobody wants him to.
1: And he's also one of those mm. characters who, who wasn't destroyed, or at least I guess destroyed is maybe not the right word. But we, we weren't disappointed with what happened to him when New 52 happened. I mean, unlike Red Hood, yeah. Sinestro was very much intact, but that's yeah. pretty common for most Batman and some Green well mo, sorry, most Green Lantern and some Batman stuff Lantern.
0: I'm gonna say definitely Green Lantern. I we always have that that argument about Batman because I feel like the fact that every single member of the Bat family got changed, I felt very uncomfortable with what they did with Batman. Yeah. But Green Lantern was literally from issue the end of the old universe to the new fifty two, there was no change. No, it's it, exactly it went, the same. They were like in the middle of a story.
1: Like it was Sunday, they were eating breakfast,
0: mm-hmm. and then new fifty two happened, and they were just eating lunch. Well, and everything except, was except still, for the
1: fact that they totally embraced the guy Gardner being a Red Lantern.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they definitely like – well, but even in the beginning of, of He Wasn't, though, remember, like, Hal, had, Hal put him on that mission.
1: Right, right. But, but um, I'm saying New 52 went ahead with that story that, like, really a lot of people were attracted to that idea, which actually kind of leads me into another one, which is the the whole Red Lantern core. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I we won't spend too much time on it. But I I, I wind up in this argument sometimes with people where they'll say, the, you know, the Red Lanterns are villains. Mm -hmm. um and i've never been supportive of that theory or that idea because the red lanterns are like punisher Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways where it's like they are doing good but it's extreme you know yeah it's like right it's
0: like um and it's almost for selfish reasons too because it is that rage is a selfish feeling you know what i mean um, but it is definitely they're, they're they're going after people who deserve it. I mean, at least in in my eyes so well, sometimes
1: yeah. it's extreme. I mean it's that example of you know, if you steal an apple, you get your hand cut off. like that right. is what they do. You know, It's almost like if you lie, that that is grounds and means to kill you. Um, <laughs> so, it, sometimes it's a little extreme, and that's certainly why they come across as villainous. And there have been stories when they've been villains, but that's because their motives, or their their agendas have usually yeah. been, you know, there's an end game to what they're doing.
0: Right, I mean, they definitely are introduced as, you know, an antagonist for the Green Lantern, so mm-hmm. they're obviously portrayed as v- villainous and very bad and mean mm-hmm. and stuff. But when you do get to the heart of what the Red Lantern core is, it is a very... You know, I mean, it's not noble, I guess, but
1: it's There's like, yeah, there,
0: there are noble mind. reasons behind it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like Atrocitus, I went, I read one of their stories where he gave this speech about why it is they do what they do. And um, their emotion is a very volatile emotion. And that's why things get as extreme as they do. That's why you get your hand cut off when you steal an apple. That's why you lose your life when you, when you lie to your best friend or your wife or something, because emotion is, because it is an extreme and an overpowering emotion. Right. So in a way it's like you, you feel sorry for them because they can't balance that, you know, I'm angry, but I just need to take a breath and put things in perspective. It's just,
0: I just need to walk around the block, count to ten. I don't really need to rage
1: into a ball of fire. Gotta evolve a Squirtle, gotta evolve a War Turtle. maybe hop out of Blastoise. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna head down to Starbucks and get a shitty coffee. Did you ever get that Blastoise with Bubble? No, I did not. No.
0: no, no. Oh, and there was a Blastoise at the con today, and I fucking couldn't find him
1: ah oh, that's, yeah the that's real bummer so <laughs> you're still stuck with ice beam blastoise <laughs>
0: what a piece of shit what a piece of shit blastoise that is yes and his ivs suck so mm. that's great news um so buddy that's, so
1: that's all i got for the lanterns
0: yeah well who's your favorite red lantern
1: atrocitus You
0: know who mine is, buddy. And that's the only reason I asked you, so I could say who mine was.
1: And who's yours? It's Dexstar. Oh, it's Dexstar, buddy. I love him, buddy. excited, are you, that is gonna be shooting stuff from his tail in Injustice 2? Oh, buddy, so cool. Yeah.
0: So cool. I'm super pumped about that.
1: I was always real disappointed, even though I love Guy Gardner as a Red Lantern, and I almost feel like he deserves to stay a Red Lantern, because he was Mm -hmm. a much more compelling character to me. Oh, I agree. I never liked it that... That when he took over the Red Lanterns, it shifted Atrocitus into that super villainous role.
0: Yeah, definitely put him as a big bad guy, um, and he's definitely coming back. It seems like as kind of a bad guy, but it's just when you, it's when you get down to why they, like you said, why they do what they do. But he he ended up becoming more of trying to get into power again. Yeah. Because guy, I think guy, guy should have just been a cool friggin' Red Lantern man. Yeah yeah like that guy from the green lantern animated series
1: yo razor razor yeah and then his name razor yeah yeah He's he was cool he was awesome dude guy and Atrocitus leading the red lanterns would have been an excellent story yeah if they were buds definitely. yeah if they were like just two friends, pals like five and all the time
0: one if they were two red lanterns it was guy and Atrocitus. they had a, had a podcast and they just talk about movies and comics and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, do you remember that guy who raped that woman last week? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was a real sucker. You yeah.
1: know? i real glad we pulled his heart out, buddy. <laughs>
0: yeah, real glad I vomited napalm yeah. all in his face. And
1: then they just vomit blood on the floor together for
0: hours. <laughs> <laughs> every, every, yeah, every now and then the podcast just oh. stops short. I guess <laughs> they call that one. Um, I don't know, buddy. What it would just two yeah. yes. <laughs> rogs? Yes, two rogs. Because I remember in the yes. in the comics, the the sound <laughs> effects always like rao. <laughs> 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 right, just two
1: rogs. Everyone makes when they throw up. Actually, the real sound is. <gasps> oh God, buddy! Buddy, did you like that? No, I didn't. No, actually, <laughs> heard my throat too
0: you know i don't like those types of jokes buddy i don't like There's vomit jokes like vomit or poop or oh god i hate poop jokes buddy jokes. what did we say you dislike them poop jokes yeah i don't yeah. like poop jokes passing gas jokes uh okay buddy can i tell let me tell you just for a second here All right, so I my least favorite type of joke is it i guess that's the best way to say it passing gas jokes because i hate the word that that common word for passing gas. I won't even say it. A po- I hate it.
1: A poot, you're saying. You,
0: no, like a... Yeah, it's what well, it's that thing, but there's so a like common a word
1: for it.
0: Yeah, pedo. A pedo. So <laughs> they call it in Spanish. I hate those yeah, It's Much of more jokes. comfortable saying it in Spanish. Oh yes. No, yeah, I'll say it in Spanish. Pedo is fine. I can say pedo all day long. <laughs> I'll say it over and over again. Pedo here, a pedo there. No problem. I'll say
1: all day i actually don't like how comfortable you are saying it, man. <laughs> i'm
0: actually saying it too much
1: now <laughs> you're yeah, you yeah, yeah. comfortable now pal
0: yeah dick and pedo jokes that's how i say it buddy you know my favorite pedo joke though <laughs> i won't tell it
1: so though. moving on buddy <laughs> um I did you tell you about the girl Tommy the sixty nine? You got another joke. You got another joke. You wanted to tell about some it's about some antihero, right? Go ahead and set that one up for us.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me set that one up for you. Um, I don't. So, um, so anyway, I love Dex Star. I love his origin, which is really cool. That's kind of like um, that really pinpoints the the Red Lanterns and kind of what they're all about. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, buddy. Um, somebody somebody else who likes to uh do a lot of atrocious shit because get it um but it's for very good reasons is one of our faves buddy how about magneto we love magneto love magneto pal
1: we Um, we the two of us have almost an unhealthy obsession with the character of magneto now because (laughs) i've never heard two people talk about magneto with as much love and affection as the two of us do we adore magneto buddy
0: hey buddy we'd suck magneto's big old milk
1: <laughs> i would suck like so this. many dicks just to suck magneto's dick
0: if magneto turned out to have a metal dick would you get down on it
1: well yeah for sure
0: oh nice buddy nice. yeah
1: yeah i'd polish that buddy
0: yeah you polish it up yeah <clears throat> um yeah so so buddy one of the awesome things about magneto is
1: you gotta worry it's... about lead poisoning though i guess
0: well, you definitely would want to go in with something that would uh, – because you're going to fall asleep a lot.
1: And make, you you got to make sure you get a tetanus shot. Yeah, you got to
0: it up yeah, – oh, God, they're so sore. That makes you so sore, <laughs> and, and the doctor's going to be like, why do you need this tetanus shot? And it's going to be really uncomfortable. Yeah, you're it's
1: just going to have to say, That's like, buddy, you. I stepped on a nail in my butt.
0: Yeah, yeah. Last time I went, I had to – it's because I fell on the escalator, and I fell – uh, because escalators are very dirty and it cut my <laughs> <laughs> it cut my knee open, buddy. And so I had to get a tetanus shot and that was fucking miserable. So imagine the size of the tetanus shot you'd have to get if you got rammed full of magnetos metal. the
1: magneto metal dick, yeah. <laughs> that
0: would be the worst tetanus yeah. shot ever. Um Okay, so so well, the the coolest thing about Magneto, buddy, is he totally doesn't see himself as a villain either, right? He knows he is the villain. He knows that he, um, is portrayed as this totally bad guy, but he really does do everything himself for, for the greater good of the mutants um you know he wants to protect
1: the race he's very he's all about his race and the mutants but um he's that he's i've always liked that analogy of um xavier as martin luther king and magneto as malcolm x
0: right because he's
1: because he's he's an extremist
0: yeah definitely
1: to, to the extreme
0: right he will kill a lot of people and he can do it very easily
1: and he'll, um, he'll he'll very easily kill a lot of humans and he hates to do it but he'll kill mutants if they're in the way of the mutant cause right like he'll and, he, he's willing to do like he hates himself for it too that's the other great thing is he hates when he has to kill a mutant like yeah, it like it, it hurts his soul. When he does it, he like sheds tears for the for the for the person that he had to kill because he doesn't want to kill his own kind. But right. they are genuinely, I mean, in in his mind, they are they're genuinely in the way of progression. Right. And so, and I
0: mean, he does him. want the mutants to come. I mean, even with the X Men, he wants them to. To see what he sees, you know he doesn't know why they have so much sympathy for these humans that treat them like shit, mm-hmm. that persecute them and send them to a fucking island and then blow up the island and then, <laughs> and then and then fucking Avengers come to their new island like uh, people are always fucking. Say we
1: in charge here,
0: right? Everyone's always fucking with them, but they still give them the benefit of the doubt. And Magneto doesn't get that shit. He's not playing that game, and he'll kill a whole group of people if he knows they're doing bad shit. To mutants, he has no problem with it. Uh, The that the Magneto solo book by Cullen Bunn,
1: that up too, man. Yeah, it was great story.
0: Such a great book, and basically, you know, it, when, it, when it first started, was basically just this crusade that Magneto decided he left everybody, he left Cyclops, he said, I just gotta do something, and he goes off on his own, just righting all these horrible wrongs. Mm-hmm. I know he finds, like, like you know, just one example, he finds, like, this um, compound that's, like, testing on, on mutants and stuff, and torturing mutants to test on them, and he takes out the entire fucking building. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, love- I know
1: killed those dudes with the paperclip
0: oh i was just about to say that yeah that whole scene so and which cool. remind, which that's what that scene in uh in uh, uh apocalypse reminded me of yeah he kills them all with what was it um what does he kill them all with it's no like oh, it, it
1: was the neck it was the 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 chain the neck
0: yeah the chain there you go that reminded yeah. me of of killing all those guys with just a paperclip i think that's so badass he's, yeah he's so cool um but he's, you know, he's doing it for the right reasons. He, he's, I, uh, he's the guy who is is always gonna do whatever it takes, and if it's wrong, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And that's why he is the villain to the X Men because they are all about doing the right thing and trying to get along and protecting lives, whether they're human or mutant. He, um, he does not share that affection for no. people at all.
1: He, he's the character who's willing to accept that burden. That he knows what he's doing is hard. Right. Um. But, but that's no just one the else is, is doing it. Yeah. So it he has, has to be, to be the, the one the, I always uh, we always really like love that relationship he had with Xavier that he has so much love and so much respect for Xavier. But they just don't see things eye to eye. Right. Um, they never will. And, and it pains it. I, I, I love the fact that it pains him so much when he has to fight Xavier. Right. He hates it. He doesn't want to fight his best friend but he has to. And his characters evolved a lot. I mean, in the real early days, he really was just that kind of megalomaniac.
0: Yeah, he definitely was more of like a terrorist. Um, Even if it was still for the same reasons, he would definitely kill more like just bystanders, I'd say. Like just kind of people standing in the way. Um, Whereas now I feel like he does kind of go out of his way to for people who don't really deserve it or aren't in his way, they don't need to die. And I know Um, for
1: us, he became a, a, an even more compelling character once Xavier died and he kind of took over Xavier's cause in a way. It's almost like he, it took Xavier's death for him to realize, Oh man, I, his way might be the right way. Like I, and, and, and it's not even just that it was that he realized that he's never going to achieve the kind of peace for mutants that he wants doing things the way that he's doing it,
0: right? And, but you know, I I do like that he was kind of like the like Cyclops ended up becoming the more radical kind of guy until t- 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 towards the end where we kind of found out why that was though. Yeah, but um, but he was kind of it seemed like throughout the story he was kind of the guy who kind of reined him in, right? He kind of mm-hmm. gave him some some frame of thought for it, like we can't just go full on radical, um. You know, revolution. We have to kind of do it the right way. Where Cyclops was just ready to go on camera and tell everybody, like, if you fuck with us, we will fuck we'll you.
1: We'll fuck you right back.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> which I, which made us love Cyclops. And I mean, we could lump him right in there if we want to. Yeah,
1: kind of. He um, we all towards I the mean, end only,
0: why. only towards the end. Yeah. yeah, he specifically was playing this character of the radical mutant.
1: Yeah, he had um, a purpose and an intention, but that, right. that um story like like when uncanny started and magneto and cyclops and uh emma frost were running that group of of uncanny x-men um that was that was the time i mean i'd always liked magneto but it was seeing that story and it was like he was trying to repent for the stuff that he had done and he was like he was cyclops's right hand man but he was also the voice of Xavier and Cyclops' ear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and it was such a it was such a twist on the character. Um, but they were still on the outskirts. They were they weren't
0: the proper X Men. No, still, right? They were no. still the guys. Every the news wanted them dead, or you know, the the country wants them dead. Shield wants them dead. Um, even the X Men don't want anything to do with them. Oh, they hated Cyclops yeah. at
1: that point. Oh, right? it, it, was, it was so disappointing. The, the, because as readers. Like we knew, like we understood what had happened, why Cyclops killed Xavier, like right. why he why he decided to become a little bit more radical. I mean, it was fleshed out later on, especially when he started to get more extreme. That was when right. he started questioning, like, what's his motivation here? Yeah. Um
0: Well, it does it did seem like, you know, we know that and, and it seemed and everybody knew. The Phoenix took him over and he killed Cyclops in that rage that was fueled by the phoenix and then everybody kind of forgets that he didn't really do it the phoenix did it so when people ask him if he's sorry he's like kind of like "Well, i don't need to be sorry i didn't do it
1: (laughs) i'm sad that he's gone but it wasn't my choice to kill him Right. I remember we used to bitch so much because characters like Wolverine would be like, "You got some nerve showing up here." And we're like, "You've killed fucking thousands How many of people, people have you killed." Right. Today, <laughs> you killed the guy cuz he fucking stepped on your shoe at the That's... bar the other
0: day. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Nike pub.
1: It was so it was <laughs> so <laughs> frustrating. This, is, this is a limited
0: edition Nike. Pub.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was um it was infuriating to like see that happening and it's weird to say that about comics right to see other characters say things like oh you did the wrong thing when when we as the reader are like no he didn't fucking wolverine are you listening to me (laughs) you you were there (laughs) my name is johnny and i read (laughs) your book on the reg and i'm telling you you're wrong yeah it was really really frustrating but um man magneto Magneto's still one of the greatest I love the role that he takes now i I mean the comics are changing. I haven't followed x men as much as I should recently because well honestly the the Cyclops stuff ended um yeah. and the magneto solo ended so it was like what what else is there for me in the x men world that's not gonna infuriate me?
0: yeah, I definitely think I mean definitely generalizations about these guys because we both have some catching up to do with the current state of a lot of these characters um cuz we are playing catch up with a lot of these books so mm-hmm. so definitely things are changing and I'm I'm sure some of them will be good we'll see kind of what happens with the whole X universe um but that'll take a whole episode for us to talk about the whole X universe in general yeah
1: it's going to be a- um
0: but uh definitely want to talk about Magneto cuz we we are uh, huge fans of him so um anybody else buddy who uh well there's definitely other else who's next yeah. on your list
1: who's next well I um all right, since we're on Marvel, I'll, I'll I'll jump to this guy. Deadpool. Are we gonna Deadpool? Jump okay, right to Deadpool. Ah, uh, you know,
0: Deadpool's a whole thing to me. There's a lot to go into Deadpool.
1: There's, honestly, there's, there's almost too much to go into Deadpool.
0: Yeah, I you know I don't really know where to classify him. I guess he's
1: he's that guy. He doesn't have a classification. I feel like yeah, I feel he like does there's good no... things he does, bad things, but that's the whole point of his character. It's like just whatever mood he's in that day.
0: Yeah, if oh. something's gonna make him money, you know, I mean, I definitely
1: yeah don't
0: think he's gonna care. Yeah, that's the, he's the hard put person. Yeah, to... there's
1: not a whole lot to say about it besides, like he's just a lot of fun to read. Oh yeah, and, like his movie was a lot of fun to watch. Like he's just a really entertaining character, and it's really interesting that a character like that who is so in the gray area, twenty four seven can can be that fun to read like it's i think it's a testament to the writers that that they can get away with this guy who will shoot a civilian in the head in the face you know because because his chimichanga was too hot right and then like help a sweet old lady across the road
0: sure Yeah, yeah yeah and um and he might steal her purse after after he does it. Yeah, you know because I mean?
1: he deserves a tip.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. But so um, ain't free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They cost the bullets cost a lot of money. <laughs> but um no, he's uh he's definitely like it's hard to say he's a villain, hard to say he's a hero, hard to say he's anything except out for himself, and that's fine. Um but you know what it, it tells me though, is that so many of these characters that people that the books and the movies change yeah. to have some sort of conscience it shows you that they don't have to right like deadpool oh. works so well because he's just irreverent so why why don't you think that that is okay for him to, for
1: people to just be bad sometimes um which it's is kind fun. of fun like yeah that's that is the point of the character is yeah. just be fun and sometimes it's fun to be bad and sometimes it's fun to be good it's just fucking whatever
0: yeah and to loop it into suicide squad that's one of our beefs with suicide squad is that a couple of these characters are a little uncharacteristically good um and sometimes it seems like because the, you know the movie wants you to like them more mm-hmm. but we obviously like bad guys so it's okay to throw in an occasional guy who doesn't come back for the final fight because he doesn't give a shit
1: like yeah. boomerang um boomerang that's a that's a thing we'll get into yeah, we want so, to spend um, time on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll 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 try. We might get away from ourselves because we had a lot to say about Suicide Squad, but um, but again, I, um, I so feel yes,
1: it's like another one who should be on both of our lists, and if he's and I, he's he's very closely related to Deadpool in a lot of different ways.
0: Mm. I'm
1: hoping you're gonna say him because if you're not gonna say him, I'll say him right now, buddy. Go ahead, buddy. Let's see it. Deathstroke.
0: Oh yeah, Deathstroke. There you go.
1: Deathstroke for sure,
0: right? I, I definitely feel like he's more walks that villain path, but he's he's kind of one of those definitely one of those uh, for hire kind of guys too.
1: He's he's a um, character who will do literally anything for the right price, right? And he doesn't care. I mean, he's got a code, right? It's like he doesn't kill kids, sure. Um, and I don't remember if he's got a code against women, like I don't kill women, but.
0: No, I I def- I don't think so.
1: Yeah. It doesn't sound I feel like he's killed plenty of women before.
0: Right. Where that sounds like dead shot. It doesn't sound like deathstroke
1: to me. Yeah, dead shot. Yeah. wouldn't kill a woman. I mean, they're they're pretty similar too. They'll kill pretty much anyone for the right price. They have their own little moral code in a way. Mhm. But some of the some of the great stories with Deathstroke and Deadshot, you know, would be that they're on a hit, they're trying to kill someone. I I think it was was it Deadshot in particular? That Batman uh, said, "You need to stop this," and he's like, "No, I can't. I mean, they already paid me for it, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna <laughs> do it."
0: Yeah.
1: And and sometimes it's that um, a character will pay them more to not do it, and sometimes it's that you know the the character prevents the money from going through, and he's like, right. "I didn't get the money, so right. I'm not doing it."
0: There's definitely like if if uh, if they were posed up ready to shoot somebody, and Batman said, "Well, Bruce Wayne just entered." double that not to do it they'd be like all right well i'm going home yeah all right <laughs> they don't
1: they don't have to kill all right guys. send a quick text uh, you were outbid sorry right right don't here <laughs> yeah i mean they're they're fun and they, i mean they're certainly not on my favorite list right but there's some of the ones that i feel like they they walk that line of being sometimes good sometimes bad whether it's mostly one or the other yeah um and they and they have a gimmick like a, I, I do like that cool gimmick that I'll do anything for the money and whoa wait no money well then forget it like I'm you know I'm done then
0: yeah yeah definitely <laughs> I thought I was gonna
1: get some money but I guess not
0: yeah which that and that uh, those usually go back to the uh, origins of those guys who mm. when they are introduced sometimes like Deadpool you know when he was introduced he definitely was not this deadpool that we know you know he wasn't this funny guy didn't have the multiple personalities he was just this badass assassin yeah um or mercenary you know so i mean it was definitely that that definitely goes back to the roots and stuff of some of those characters so yeah it's always good to see that incorporated in
1: so i just wanted to throw those in real quick i knew we weren't going to spend too much time yeah on definitely it. So, who do you have on your list buddy
0: uh, buddy let's let's get to it let's get to one of our favorite characters pal i'm ready you ready?
1: I'm let's ready. take
0: this from just an amazing conversation. <gasps> well, let's take it to superior levels, buddy.
1: Oh, buddy, I know what that means. I'm talking about
0: superior Spider-Man, pal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, buddy, we love Superior Spider-Man. We have been a Spider-Man, long time to buddy. talk
1: Superior Spider-Man on the podcast.
0: Like yeah, we, we've we, talked a we, we little
1: bit about it. it before. Maybe we maybe we've talked more about it than I think. But Who we knows? fucking love Superior Spider-Man.
0: And while everybody was hating on it. <laughs> We were we were eating it up, man. Couldn't wait for a new <laughs> issue to come out. Those that was, that was definitely the one book that if I wasn't reading anything for for a while, we always read that the first yeah. day it came out. Yep. Um And we were always on the phone right after, saying, "Can you believe what the fuck he said to that guy? What a dick he is!" <laughs> I'm just gonna call <laughs> someone adult. Yeah, we loved it. So he's um he's so I, I I hinted back when we were talking about Red Hood, but this is a story where. Um, otto got into to to peter's body and became s- spider-man for very bad reasons he just wanted to
1: stay alive um and then in the beginning of superior spider if he's gonna take over anyone's body staying alive it's gonna be spider-man's body like oh, yeah. spider body or nothing almost because he right. s- fucking hates spider-man so much it's the ultimate fuck you
0: Right, he is the ultimate Spider-Man villain. He's got to be the one to take him down, yeah. even if Green Goblin thinks he is the ultimate villain. <laughs> the one, <laughs> they which came into play, right?
1: Where that's a great story.
0: Yeah, yeah, that did come into play where Goblin was kind of going off about he's the greatest villain, and and uh, Spider-Man's you
1: know, not having that. Yeah,
0: he knows he's not. Like, yeah, you're <laughs> just fuck <say> that buddy. <laughs> you got the wrong guy. <laughs> Doc Ock is the greatest. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he had a full progression where he started off as very much, you know, manipulating the people in Peter's life and kind of wanting to hook up with Mary Jane. I mean, that's bad stuff. He was a villain though, mm-hmm. and through being Spider Man, he 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 learned what being Spider Man meant, right? And what it what kind of responsibility that was, of course, because that's always the theme of Spider Man books. Um, and he ended up coming out the other side of it as an actual hero. Now he did some bad shit along the way i mean it's a real
1: bad show yeah,
0: yeah shot uh, who was it that he shot in the face um
1: oh god what was the, his name the,
0: the thing about it was that he wasn't that bad of a guy
1: no no he was a bad guy no he shot it was um it was the dude who would just go out and kill people like, oh you is know what right. Yeah, yeah yeah he beat the shit out of jester and someone else
0: yeah, he beat them, a couple of guys, almost to death, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. But it was that one dude that he shot in the face. that was. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. The guys he beat sh- the shit were the guys who weren't that bad. And uh, I wish I could remember who it was that he shot. But he, he shot and killed a villain. And that was kind of one of these big turns where, like, holy shit, Spider-Man just killed somebody. Because mm-hmm. um, he was not Spider-Man, right? He is not what people wanted from their Spider-Man. And that's why the fans were so pissed off because he's, he's going around shooting people and fucking up these
1: villains left and right. But for all Um, the right reasons too. Like that was the thing. Like even, even heroes. Oh no. Not of Superior
0: Spider-Man.
1: Not during Superior Spider-Man. All right, let's do it quick. Um, audibletrial.com slash atomic Keekdom, Get a 30 day free trial and a free book. Get the book thief or don't. We don't give a shit. (laughs)
0: But we do like the book thief. Check it out. You're gonna get a free trial, free book. We love all those things. Uh, it's Board like Atomic Geekdom, Auto
1: Slash Atomic Geekdom. Get the book thief. Don't whatever. We don't check get
0: it that. out. Get it up. Truly do don't it. care. Do it. Let's see what happens.
1: Nobody cares. All right.
0: Oh, here's the book. Better. I think we so, say. Yeah, it, was,
1: it was for all the right reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then he like even heroes, like even good guys, could at least see, you know, like they like they couldn't handle it. Because it was Spider-Man doing it, even Punisher's like, the fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah, this isn't you, man. This yeah. is me. Yeah, I'm the bad guy here. Yeah. <laughs> but but he was fucking up. Like uh, one of my favorite bits was when he went after Vulture, and he's like trying to get Vulture to switch, you know, to to just retire or reform. Yeah. just stop doing this man i'm almost begging you Stop right. doing it and then he finds out that the vultures henchmen were all kids yeah fucking flipped he flipped he it the shit out of vulture
0: oh man he was such a great hero. He turned out to be the coolest hero. And one of the coolest things we loved, too, buddy, was how shitty and condescending he was to people. <laughs> he was an asshole to everybody. <laughs> right. Everybody who had an opinion, he was just like, yeah, well, you're stupid for thinking yeah. that. Because this is actually the way, way
1: it is. The and- mind ever right? right
0: and when anybody had a, a plan it was like yeah that's cool but no that's the wrong answer yeah. <laughs> this is the right I answer we got and a this plan. Is what we're it's
1: my done. plan's actually already in effect so yeah,
0: yeah it's already
1: been happening we for an hour it's time just being here
0: right and i do love how he um the, even with the avengers like they were totally just a pill to him they were
1: <laughs> they were <laughs> wasting his time avenger is yeah 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 definitely I wasting his talk time. talk to these people like <laughs> you're wasting my valuable time right um
0: what about that that ep- uh when uh episode the issue when um it was was it, it was black cat right any black, <laughs> black cat comes to the That's town like- face yeah and and she thinks oh i'm gonna have this flirty fun fight with spider-man like how we always do and he just fucking (laughs) cold cocks her against the wall right and she's like wait what what the hell and And then leaves her there to get arrested yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) leaves her there to get busted and which ends up launching a, a pretty cool little back and forth where she keeps coming back and she's like fuck Spider-Man now. (laughs) And even when Peter comes back, she comes back with all this force and he's like, wait a minute, I thought we were like flirty and we kind of liked each other. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Right, I thought just the other day we were banging good. No, no. (laughs) um anyway that was one of the best parts buddy uh when the the issue we we both loved
1: yes um
0: i think it was issue nine yeah so that's when when he finally found a way to get peter completely out of his head because before that peter was kind of like this ghost on the panels he could hear him and stuff like that but he um he completely pushed him out and Peter was no longer a part of the consciousness, and that's when he just took over. Yeah. Um. And still, that's very villainous, right? It is. Did it because he thought he was a more effective Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. He, th- he thought he, he was gonna really save it. The- he yeah. really thought. Look, if I continue being Spider-Man, I'm gonna make the world in New York and your life better like right. they're better with me in charge so i'm doing just, you a favor spider-man <laughs> by being just, a better you like i just have to do this it's right better that i do it than you so you gotta go that was such a great issue and i remember after we read issue one and the, like the last panel was the spider was peter parker's ghost we both went ah well now he's i mean he's we knew he was coming back right but at first we were like well it's gonna happen so soon like, I thought he was gone. I thought we'd just get Superior Spider-Man. Right. Then uh, eight issues later, nine pops up, and it was such an amazing issue because it all takes place in Peter's slash Otto's mind. Right.
0: right?
1: Yeah. Other. And the imagery of first Spider-Man kind of rips off his, his mask, his face, right? And he's got the Spider-Man outfit under it. Mm, oh, yeah. Um, and Doc Ock is in his original Doc Ock outfit with the green, you know, yeah. tarred and the and the tentacles. Um, and they're trading blows, and Spider-Man's kind of beating Otto down. And then and then uh, Peter's like, admit it. Like, it'd be better if, you know, I should have my body back. Do the right thing and give me my body. Yeah. And Otto's like, I will do the right thing. And he rips his face off, and he's superior Spider-Man. Oh, and so fucking just awesome. fucking... Beating Peter down yeah. to the ground, and I mean yeah. the stuff he was saying was legit. Like one of the things he left off with was uh, remember he was doing surgery on that girl the issue before, and like his hand started to tremble, yeah. and he had to stop it. And he's like, he's telling Peter like, why you know why did you do that? And Peter says, well because you're a villain and I have to stop you. And Otto's like, don't lie, I fucking know the truth. Mm-hmm. Don't bullshit me, Peter. And Peter's like, because I wanted my body back. Yeah. And 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 then Superior Spider-Man walks away like into the light, and he's like, "And that's why you don't deserve to be Spider-Man anymore. Yep. See you later." <sighs> Man, oh, that, that was amazing. That was
0: one of the the best comics I read that year. Yeah, that was, we loved that issue. We, I read it over and over again.
1: Dead. Like I. <laughs> Continually go back and read those issues. Oh, yeah. They were so entertaining. It's so great. It's such a disappointment he doesn't exist right now. I yeah. know there's a storyline going on where Otto is in the brain of the living robot. But...
0: Oh, is that what's happening right now?
1: Yeah, and and, and there is a Dr. Octopus coming back.
0: Yes. So, I was actually going to bring that up. It's funny because, you know, I, I like Doc Ock. I mean, he's a cool villain. You know, I, I was always into him. But I definitely didn't love Otto... Until this story, and now I love Otto, and I and I lo- I do like the imagery of Doctor Octopus a lot more now. I think. Yeah. Um. But if he comes back and he is just the old Doc Ock, how everybody probably wants him, I'm probably gonna go back to just saying, okay, he's just kind of cool. Yeah. I I do want Otto the superior spider-man auto everything he went through and what is in his brain to come back as doc ock if that's the way it's gonna be to be honest i would prefer if superior spider-man would just come back and have his own book i would um, love it always so just wanted that i you know
1: what would be so great too is if he came back right i mean it, there's got to be a way to do a clone a new body you know clone yeah. peter and take over that something and then for peter to be like what are you doing you sacrificed yourself you gave me my body back why are you doing this and he's like well it was a, it was a momentary setback a momentary lapse of judgment i sh- <laughs> i could have stayed spider-man and saved the day just like you did <laughs> you know like just <laughs> right, right. shitty again. go
0: right back to it yeah
1: the best part about him is what an asshole he was but how right he was like all the time right it right. was so interesting yeah,
0: um, which followed over into the Spider-Verse stuff where he, he was in, because um, it takes place during kind of like the middle of Superior Spider-Man, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but Superior Spider-Man kind of got bitched in that. I mean, we you knew could it was going to happen.
1: You could tell the writers were like, we don't have time. We're not going to deal with this other stuff. We're just going to jump right well, back to Peter I, being in charge also.
0: I do feel like, yeah, Dan Slott wanted a specific uh, Spider or, par- or Peter story. Instead of it being a um, an auto story, but and and I did read that originally it was written as um, he was kind of the main hero, and Peter wasn't as as much of the big deal. But huh. they wanted to, um, so it was more of an editor and Marvel thing that no, we have to have Peter come back in in this big role, because um, I think it was supposed to happen before Peter even came back actually. Uh, was supposed to be Spider Verse, but they made him push it back till after Peter came back so that he could take part in having this big Spider Verse storyline. Yeah. So that's a big bummer because we both love him, but he did end up getting to play a huge role and doing the only thing that that anybody could do and it had to be superior spider-man to do it right right um
1: yeah for sure it's, and that's to murder something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for all the he right reasons. something yeah. yeah and it was for noble reasons and at the same time he's like just sick of this shit
0: yeah and it was what was like the great weaver or whatever it is the weaver of reality it's like a spider fucking thing
1: yeah uh, <laughs> so so, good. so
0: he what, I what did he do did he stab it
1: you I think stabbed he stabbed him? him. Yeah. Yeah. He stabbed him.
0: So that was pretty awesome. Um, so, I mean, it ended with, with him being really cool. And then, uh, do so uh, let me try to remember, how did it go out? Didn't he set some sort of, like, contingency that said, like, go off in 10 days or something?
1: Yeah, it was the like, Anna program.
0: yeah, yeah. So... It, so isn't there a superior Spider-Man consciousness out there somewhere?
1: I think that's the... I mean, I'm not following Spider-Man, and I probably should, because they might bring superior back, right? But I know that the, the consciousness of Otto exists in the living brain right now, and I don't know if it's the superior Spider-Man Otto or the old, like, classic Otto right, Octavius. Right. But that was, I mean, the thing that made the, the character so interesting, and... And, um, like, why we invested so much is because that was a ne- that was a progression of his character. And he became a much stronger character by becoming Superior Spider-Man. That even if he came back and he was Dr. Octopus, if he was the Otto with that mindset of, of having been Superior Spider-Man, mm. and he was, like, a good dude but doing some shitty things, like, that would still be awesome. Like, he doesn't have to be Superior Spider-Man. I'd take a Dr. Octopus who's a good guy. Uh, yeah, but Superior Spider-Man, there was so there was so much to love about him. There was so much to love about the fact that Spy one of Spider-Man's like most most uh um frequent villains, you know, biggest, synonymous his biggest villain. his arch nemesis, yeah. yeah, yeah, above all others, um <laughs> was took over his life and yeah. was Spider-Man. Um, it's like uh, it's like a real fucked up version of Dick taking over and being batman
0: right you know right, I mean? right, like it's yeah. just
1: super fucked up it'd be like if the joker took over batman's body and then realized oh no i do need to fight crime
0: right i should and be started I- banging all the midgets sometimes. right <laughs> just banging a thousand <laughs> midgets uh, but which is cool because you know he becomes peter and he he's still auto so he he falls in love with a midget. <laughs> he falls in love with Anna, another scientist, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously they have a lot in common. But then when Peter comes back, it's kind of like he's, he's was tugging a, on his a, collar. Awkward. I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Next, good taller women.
0: You know what is the best breakup line of all time? Is you know what? It was actually somebody else in my mind. Yeah. Um, so now that I,
1: I'm back. If it were me. <laughs> Right. You.
0: Now I'm gonna need some space since <laughs> since it's me again um and he and they definitely used that when uh, in amazing spider-man after he came back like I did. he did try to fix a lot of his relationship like, yo you don't understand it was just doc ock in my mind very convenient peter yeah no, it, was really, just, really, it wasn't just that you were an asshole but really
1: he told mary jane and she's like fine i believe you but yeah happened and i still need to distance myself right was,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah all right yeah i get it like <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> um somebody superior spider-man definitely i mean he's is that when we decided oh, we were going to do the anti-hero episode he was the first one I Oh
0: think. yeah first one for sure we, we both said we're like oh we'll get to talk about superior spider Finally. <laughs> yeah um so long you know what I, I was gonna add on to what you said before i do think a big part of it though buddy is that we um is that he was such a dick but such a good hero, but such a dick about it. But those dick things coming out of Spider-Man's mouth or yeah. coming out of his head or however we see it in comics, um, that's like part of the appeal. It's that I mean that made me like Spider-Man again. And I went back and read more Spider Man books and I read, you know, after Peter came back for a long time until they relaunched it again, and then I said, Fuck it, I'm done with you people. Mm. Um but it did get me back into Spider-Man for sure Be- and I do think a big part of it is because I loved that imagery of of him being Spider-Man and being a piece of shit. <laughs> um I love that he upgraded the suit. Yeah. I love both suits, even the original suit where it was just everything that was blue is now black I'm and then black, he had yeah. the lenses in his in his eyes
1: mm-hmm. so you
0: can make out like they were more mechanical. Um, I love that look man just a so, little buddy I'm
1: certainly not saying that that's my preference to what I'm just saying that to for him to come back as auto oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. oh just, no
0: I, I didn't think so I if didn't they're think not so. bringing
1: superior spider-man back then I would take an auto
0: yeah
1: it is that Something. classic auto yeah, yeah, yeah. well, that's def- classic auto, but the one that we learned to love.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I don't want that character to be destroyed. I want it to come back in some way. So yeah, whatever it takes. Um, but we would obviously prefer there to just be two. Spider-Man books and 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 Superior Spider-Man
1: be one of them. Oh, for sure. All his all yeah. story, oh, buddy. We're spending a lot of time on this. Love that's this. fine. <laughs> I,
0: I love Superior, buddy. He's our favorite.
1: Um, but we got. I got a couple more. We got a couple more to go through yet. Uh, Those were, I had like two things on my list. Now, <laughs> Spirit, Spider-Man and Red Hood, and you're done. Boom. That's it. <laughs> um, yeah, buddy. He's oh, he's great. God damn it. I'm going to read those books again.
0: You are going to do them again?
1: He's so cool. I'll I'm going to read it out. I'll read them again. Thanks for joining us, guys.
0: Yep, have a good night everybody.
1: <laughs> uh, who else you got, buddy? Um, buddy, I got one that I think might surprise you. And it's wrong. And I'm going to say, no, it's right. I'm going to say um that you can guess why as soon okay. as I say it. Buddy, you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to drop that name right now. There we go. Lex Luthor.
0: Yeah, Lex Luthor. I, I thought about him earlier when we were talking about Sinestro and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, new yeah, man. I, it's like purely New 52 now. Yeah, it's definitely this new take on Lex Luthor. Probably the one thing out of New 52 that I prefer.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, um, he. So I guess for people who haven't been following DC Comics or, or didn't really follow New 52, if you hated it as much as we did, there there were a couple bits of Shining Light. Forever Evil... Which was by Jeff Johns, um, so obviously it was good. Uh, brought Lex Luthor kind of into the light as a more heroic type character. Mm-hmm. And buddy, what I really loved about it is that it, it, oh, damn, I can't even. I guess I can't. I, I can't figure out how I want to explain it. Um, <laughs> because I because I love it so much. He's that he he kind of took that approach of like, well, this shit's going down. The heroes aren't here. Normally Superman would save us, but he can't obviously because he might be dead. So I might as well just do it. Like, I felt like that was his motivation. Like no one else is going to do it and I can (laughs) do it. So I guess I'll do it. Right. Um, And obviously it was much more serious, you know, lives were at stake and people, people had actually died and shit like that. But I mean, he he took those steps. He's like, well, fine, I'll ju- I'm gonna do it then. If no one else, I don't see anyone else stepping up. Right, so, he's the best man for oh, the dude, job. And he assembled like this great team of villains. A buddy, Captain Cold. He brought Captain Cold to oh, yeah. that team, which you and I both love Captain Cold, oh, and we definitely. both hated Captain Cold since New Fifty Two. And when Jeff Johns took over, you know, when Jeff Johns did Forever Evil, the first thing he did was fix Captain Cold.
0: Yeah, it brought him right back into the fold. Yeah, a great character fixed again. His
1: character and then fixed like you know the, the, he had the stupid ice powers with New Fifty Two. We loved yeah. it Captain Cold with the Gun. Yeah, definitely Captain for Cold sure. Doesn't need ice powers. The fact that some guy stepped in and was like oh, the rogues would definitely turn their weapons into to be metas because how else are they going to fight <laughs> Flash? Like, then you don't... Yeah, and Captain Cold would definitely
0: force his yeah. rogues to yeah, do Yeah, Captain
1: Cold would make the executive decision as the leader of the rogues to abandon their humanity right. and gain these powers to give them the edge. Like, that is not at all in line with anything no. established for the it's rogues. Terrible. So Lex Luthor started, like... He started really becoming like an actual hero. Like he had his own motivation yeah. for things, right? But when Forever Evil was over and he was like, I want to join the Justice League, when Batman was like, well, he should join so we can keep an eye on him.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I, Forever Evil was fun, but I thought it was a one off when they continued that kind of story of him mm-hmm. pursuing this heroic path. Yeah. Um, i thought it was so interesting i thought it was so cool and now i'm seeing i haven't read anything yet but i see lex Luthor flying around in superman armor now
0: yeah i mean he definitely took over superman's role um for a while in the justice league book before this new rebirth thing yeah but um you know he definitely was was the main the main big kind of guy i mean he was using the suit and stuff but um but yeah you're right like he was doing it Nobody really knows his his motives or his intentions. The cool thing is they didn't just totally retcon Lex Luthor. He's still that guy who did all that terrible shit. Yeah, but for some reason now he's doing all he's doing things in a much more nobler way. And every even in the new Action Comics and Superman, there are still people who are like, "What's your play here?" And he's just like, I'm just being fucking Superman. So, uh, yeah, 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 he uh, I mean, he there was a whole thing. It's a big, long story, but essentially went to Apocalypse, got all this fucking Apocalypse gear or whatever the hell it was. Um, they made him like their champion. And they use the um, the symbol of Superman. So now he's got like this badass super suit. He's got kind of – it makes him kind of like have superpowers. Um, he can fly and do all kinds of cool shit and bounce off bullets and all that stuff. But he's definitely – he's wearing the Superman armor. Um, and he's actually wearing Superman's actual cape.
1: Which, oh, uh, really?
0: Yeah, his cape was actually hanging up in the Daily Planet. And they put it up as like a, a memorial to him. And then Lex Luthor comes in and is like, "You need to give that to me." And they're like, "Look, man, this is property of Daily Planet. You know, we we know that he was Clark Kent because everyone knows in the New 52 now that Clark Kent was Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, and he worked for us. We are his family. We're gonna memorialize him." So Lex Luthor immediately goes and buys uh, the Daily Planet, and then <laughs> walks into the building and and he walks up and Perry's there, and they're like, "You can't do this." And Perry's like, "Just give it to him. It's his." Oh. Can't but, do anything about. I this. love the fact that he bought it. I yeah, love he, the goes fact that he goes and he buys it. everything that they own, yeah. and the first thing he does is fucking pop that bad boy it, 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 on. Man
1: <laughs> would do. He would just punch them all in the face. <laughs> <laughs> right, Luther right. Classy, he buys the shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and nobody can say anything to him. So now he wears it. Um, wears his his super. And and I should say this is the new 52 Superman who died. He's wearing his shit now. Um. So yeah, he is Superman. He is the Superman of action comics and of Superman proper. Or no, no um, Superman proper is um is the is, uh, the pre fifty two Superman. But he's been showing up and stuff. So he's definitely a big part of the Superman universe now.
1: I really enjoyed him in Forever Evil, and I really enjoyed him and um in uh, the ongoing Justice League.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're not reading action comics, buddy. It's good.
1: It's he, if he's cool. the Superman of action comics, I will read it.
0: Yeah, he's like, and yeah, I did misspeak before. He's the main Superman, whereas in Superman, he just shows up. And pre fifty two Superman is is Superman, but that book again, buddy. Oh, it's so good. He's All right, good. Superman is exciting again to me. Which is fun. And Lex Luthor is a big part of it. Um, But even before this, buddy, Lex, we've talked about before about Lex Luthor is definitely, he definitely does these villainous things when he was, you know, I'm talking back in the day now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: 52 and everything. He always did this shitty stuff and and wanted to kill Superman and stuff. But there was always those undertones of he thought Superman was dangerous. Mm -hmm. He doesn't think that he's good for humankind and he the things that he does, he thinks is going to benefit humankind he really thinks he's
1: right. being a hero and he's being the real Superman by, right. by taking Superman down
0: right now before he definitely had more motivations that involve more of his own self self power going, getting power. I've so, always
1: enjoyed the change. Like yeah. I always thought it was a, he was much more interesting and much more compelling. They've done a couple of great animated movies where they focus on that two um i was it all-star superman i didn't really yeah, like that but yeah
0: um
1: but the, i like that whole dynamic of uh remember when he was working out and he's telling clark kent like you know superman just this just happens naturally for him like he takes advantage of all this shit that he's so strong and he's so powerful and we have to actually work for it and i love when he tells him like doesn't that piss you off like he's telling <laughs> clark kent like, doesn't that make you mad because it fucking infuriates me Right. I think it's bullshit. Like <laughs> yeah. I, he's a much more it, it there's a lot of jealousy behind it too. Oh yeah. Like it's it's not only thinking that he's he's evil and villainous, but it's definitely thinking like like uh um I wish I could do that too.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. And I wish people would respect me for doing these things that I do. Um, and even, you know, even that's even a problem now with him being in this Superman suit is that people like these villains aren't giving him the respect because they're kind of like, you know, we know Superman's dead. And so they try to fucking take him down. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm not Superman. Yeah, but
1: I'm a little I, different.
0: <laughs> yeah I will beat the shit out of you, though. Um yeah buddy i i don't want to blow too much on action comics because i want you to read it and we'll talk about it again but it's actually really cool and i think
1: you'll you'll dig it i like that he flies around unmasked oh that's yeah pretty, but and, and that's he wants them to know classic lex luther thing yeah oh yeah he, like anytime he does something good he shows up to like to be on camera to be like yeah this is me. <laughs> yeah, yeah i yeah. did this. this you want me to i'll pose like, yeah. I'll take a great picture. Like, I'll kiss a number of babies.
0: Right. I feel like if it ever came out that, that Lex Luthor was giving these um, anonymous donations, that'd be a detriment to his character. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. Lex Luthor's going to definitely – he's, he's going to pay off the news to tell a story about how he saved the orphanage. Yeah. Oh. Uh,
1: so he's he's become a lot more interesting since they kind of changed his motivations from just yeah. evil and with mean, power
0: i still don't know what's going on with him i'm i'm still it's like questioning it's things no it is it is it's really cool like because i like that the, the, all the other characters in the universe are like what the fuck's going on with this guy because mm. that's how i am i don't i don't know what the hell's happening or what he's thinking <laughs> so I, I mean that's why i'm keep buying the books because it's it's interesting
1: yeah i'm definitely gonna catch up on him though i did not yeah ne- i've only seen pictures of him i didn't know he was the main superman
0: yeah of action comics at least yeah but there, there's a few other really cool bits just like the one i told you about
1: so okay
0: it's fun uh, well what do you got buddy you got a, you got someone else on your list you want to talk about um not, not not that many buddy i, I mean, honestly those were kind of the big ones i i did kind of i didn't realize we were going to do such an extensive episode so i figured we were going to end up talking about suicide squad at the end here so i did kind of uh yeah that's probably smart a
1: little time for it but um you know what and and it's kind of funny i'm i assume like when people hear there's going to be an anti-hero talk right you'll get some of the classics popping up punisher lobo you know like characters like that yeah we like those characters and we appreciate them but we usually gravitate towards like the more um i want to say fucked up yeah directors though definitely the ones that are more villainous with good intentions kind of yeah i mean it goes both ways because the uh,
0: you know as much as i we say we love magneto because he's villainous with good intentions i don't like that about i don't like i like red hood being a villain you know what i mean so um but but me i've always gravitated towards villains i i always like the villain you know what i mean so in movies and stuff and tv shows and Definitely comic books. A lot of my favorite characters are are the villains. Yeah. Um, so it definitely shows up a lot. So I guess that's kind of why I was excited because those guys are are just some ones that are, are are my top of my list for comic book characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's fun to lump it all together like that. I do, I do think it's weird about Harley though. Like I talked about before, like wh- when did Harley be
1: wh- all of a sudden is like this... popularity rose and the I writers guess. the writers wanted people to read more. Right. I, that's it. Yeah,
0: yeah, I guess so, buddy. I guess it, so.
1: To me, it shows a lack of understanding of the characters, or either you understand it, but you're just going against it to sell your book. Right. And I, it's, it's hard for me to respect that.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, but uh, you know, we, we, we do know now that we know a little bit more about the industry and stuff, we do kind of know that there's a lot of editorial and, um, You know, influence from the publisher in general to make certain stories. Like, you know, we both hated on Manipal and Brian Bucciolano for for what they did to the rogues. Mm -hmm. But then come to find out, it was more like, yeah, we were told we had to do that. Yeah. And it's like, if we wanted to write The Flash or if, and we wanted to write Batman, this is like what we had to do. So we're going to turn down the job. You know what I mean? And nor would I, right? If somebody came to us and were like, hey, you guys want to write a Wally West book and there was this one thing we had to do that we would hate I feel like we'd still
1: really want to write a Wally West book yeah it'd be it'd definitely be tough I mean it'd be tough man I I mean I wonder how much of it is a paycheck you know like if it wasn't money you know if I made all the money in the world and I didn't you know and it wasn't a paycheck thing then I could just solely fall back on my morals and be like I don't I just can't do it because it's so against the character I don't want to support it um, but I mean, that's their living. That's their job is to write comics and stuff. So I, I get it. And we definitely were, were eating crow <laughs> after you, after you talked, did, didn't you talk to Buccioletto?
0: Yeah, I and, talked to both of them. I got to meet both of them. Yeah. Uh, Manipole and Buccioletto at
1: a, yeah. a uh, didn't, didn't bookstore they, thing. Didn't they say they had a Wally West story that they were planning on doing, but then DC scrapped it?
0: Yeah, them and also um that's the same thing Ethan Van Skyver said about um him and Jeff Johns, they had a whole Wally West thing
1: that was going to be. It was about happen. the speed force, right? Yeah, was, the it was
0: uh, and force. they actually said it was gonna be um like the entire flash, you know, generations.
1: Oh, that would have been amazing.
0: I know, buddy. Oh, come on. So does one day it. we're gonna do a flash episode and we'll talk about that
1: then. But definitely uh will. Well I've but, got one more I wanna go over. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Before and it won't take very long because we've kind of already touched base, but um uh the rogues, Flash's yeah. rogues, they yeah, they skirt definitely. that line of being good and evil. Um one of the reasons why I love the Flash's villains so much is because unlike Batman's villains, who a lot of villains get compared to, because he does have the best rogues gallery in comics.
0: Definitely the most diverse for sure.
1: Um yeah, the most diverse, I'll say that. Um is that, is that they're like blue-collar working-class criminals. Right. They're just regular dudes, and they realize we're not going to be able to keep pulling off the same jobs that we pull off with the Flash around. We're better off teaming up together. Right. They have a set of morals. They have a set of codes. You know, like they, they, they follow Cold no matter what. What Cold says goes. They're just regular dudes, and some of them have meta powers. Um, and I'm totally cool with that. Like Weather Wizard develops the yeah the meta powers can accept over time, yeah. but I yeah. totally accept that his powers always were kind of very meta anyway. Sure. Um, but the characters, the the characters of of the Rogues are unique and diverse. And it wasn't until Jeff Johns kind of took over writing Flash when he really fleshed out the characters. There, there's some really great runs. I remember one of my favorite bits when I when I really first started reading Flash um and i would and i collected a bunch of graphic novels because i always knew about the flash but i never read the stories yeah till i was older but i got a bunch of the graphic novels and um there was a great story of uh mirror master evan the evan mccullough one um and he's in the bathroom and he's snorting coke and and captain cold just busts the door down and yeah. starts beating Mirror Master and telling him, you know, we got, you know, we we don't have many rules, but you yeah. know, one of them is no drugs. Yeah, definitely. And he's like, you want to make your nose bleed? I'll help you do it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> yeah,
0: which is kind of one of the reasons we hated the new 52 thing too, is because you know, essentially, he forced the Rogues to take this, let's just call it drug, mm. to make them metas. And it's definitely like, you know, because of that story, exact opposite of what we know about the rogues and, no. and Captain Cold specifically. Um, and yeah, Captain Cold is, and that's why he's one of my favorite villains, man. I know he's probably, let's say, what one for you? Is he your favorite villain? Captain Cold's
1: my favorite. Cold's comic
0: your movie favorite movie. comic yeah. book villain, and me probably number two, buddy, right behind number the Joker. Two.
1: Right behind the Joker, um, not Palma. Well. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I, I, as if we're if we're talking villains, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if, we, if somebody asked who your favorite straight up villains are, it would definitely be probably it would be joker and then and then captain cold yeah um but the reason we love him is is for for different reasons you know he he doesn't hate the flash he doesn't want to kill the flash That's you know great what i mean thing.
1: he's got this total respect for the flash
0: right he definitely he he definitely pestered by him and he definitely wants to fuck him up when mm-hmm. he when he starts messing with them but it's never been about wanting to kill him or hating him or anything like that. It's just been about wanting to get the score, and Flash just happens to be in his way. Yeah. Um, but I, it and
1: They have doesn't... the rule. The like the rules, are very basic, right? The rules are you don't kill any capes, which are superheroes, right? You know, because and, and and the reason it's rules because if you kill a superhero, then you get the rest it's, of the superhero yeah, community on you. Yeah, it's too, too much attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> too much don't of an asshole. don't kill don't kill heroes capes is what they call them don't kill capes and don't kill women and children and don't do drugs like, that's it. Yeah. You follow those rules and you can be a rogue, which is why Captain Boomerang isn't a rogue anymore, because that guy fucks up a lot.
0: Right. And I would even say even, like, security guards would say, I think that he wouldn't have... I- I'd say he'd say no killing him if he didn't have to. Right.
1: right. If, you know if, what I mean? If way, right, if it's either that or go to jail, then kill them. Yeah. Right. Right. You don't do not do it if you don't have to. Like, there was another great story. They're right in the middle of a bank heist, and it was during Identity Crisis, and they find out that um, Sue Dibney had oh, been killed. Yeah. Right? Right. And right in the middle of the heist, they, they're they're free and clear to go. Captain Cold hears the news and he's like, you know what? Put everything back. We're leaving. Yeah. We're not doing this tonight. And Mirror Master's like, wait, are you serious? And he says, yeah. And get some get get some flowers in a card and send them yeah. to your husband.
0: What a great what a great moment, huh? It's, it was so freaking epic, and it it, it really fucked, oh, dude. His... That's what I loved about DC, right? right, man. God. Oh. I used to love DC stories. Every time we talk about these beloved DC stories, they're always fucking pre-52 stuff. Yeah. So
1: what does that tell you, DC? Yeah, DC, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, Rebirth sure, is though. coming, up though, but that's well, that's fine. I haven't seen Captain Cold in Rebirth yet, uh,
0: and I have not read anything. I, I don't know if he's out there. He mm. might be, but I haven't read anything with him
1: yet. So. Yeah. So I have to say, the, the rogues are my favorite group of villains, uh, yeah. and obviously that started because I love the flesh, and that's how I was introduced to them. Sure. And uh, Captain Cold, num- number one villain, number one favorite villain, and I feel like he falls into this category, the whole rogues do, but mostly Cold, because he's a villain, but he's not evil. Yeah. He's got his own set of codes and morals and ethics that he follows. Yeah. And- expects the rest of the rogues to follow and if you don't like you get chances like they let the new trickster who i've really grown to like axel walker i really like this new trickster mm-hmm. yeah definitely. Um, you've given him so many chances but it's like cold feels bad for him because if yeah. they don't accept him and keep him then he's just loose and he has no one right. and he'll, he'll probably get himself killed so it, he's he's a good dude like in his heart but he totally like hates to admit it
0: yeah definitely and um, oh yeah, that there's there's so there's so many great things. I, I definitely think um pre uh R- Flash Rebirth, a lot of the stuff that Jeff Johns did with with the Rogues um while Wally was still around was mm-hmm. was definitely the formative stuff of what we love about those characters.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: I mean, there were so many great writers that, that did great stories with, you know, Reverse Flash and with the Rogues and with Wally, but
1: I those are definitely some of the so best. Good. Oh yeah. Oh man. Hunter Solomon's another one who who's a totally evil douchebag. Yeah totally thinks that he's doing the right thing. He thinks <laughs> that if he destroys Wally's life, almost, right. we'll become a better hero and stop people like him.
0: Right, if he does these terrible, terrible things, yeah. and,
1: and he's there to stop it, yeah. Yeah, he'll make
0: him a better Wattley's hero.
1: Yeah. Cross that line of killing the bad guys instead of just capturing them. Yeah. You know, what
0: a bummer that that's done. I know! Yeah. It's gone, dude! Stuff just got ripped away. Oh, yeah. That's that's all Flash really went through the fucking ringer, man. It did, buddy. You remember how much you broke my heart? Um, I think Rebirth's doing. They're trying to put the pieces back together, but Rebirth is not going to be the savior of the Flash because they can't. They can't just change everything back to the way we want it and have it make sense.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'd be okay with? I mean, Cold. I know I know he's going to be in one of the flashbooks coming up, and he's got the ice arm. I hope it's just imagery. I hope yeah. he doesn't get his powers back. Yeah, but I'd really like a story where the rogues are like, you know what? We're done with our powers. Mirror, You know what? Mirror Master's the only other one where I'd be okay if he had meta powers. But yeah. change Heatwave back, at least. Yeah, definitely. Change Heatwave back. Oh, for sure. Give him, give him outfits that are really similar to their pre-52 outfits. Yeah. And you're golden. That's all you need to do. Change Heatwave back you're good i don't even
0: loved about their flashiness and all that stuff you know
1: i don't even mind sam scudder is back to being the the original mirror master even though i prefer evan mccullough i would take sam scudder man the the way he is with his powers
0: yeah definitely anyway yeah no no, i totally
1: agree with you buddy uh
0: and real quick how much do we love went with wentworth miller's captain gold he's the best (laughs) so cool captain gold but he's so
1: cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's real chill. <laughs> I love
0: that he does those cheesy ass cold things. And, it, and it's so funny because he totally just sponged off of Cisco's um, naming yeah. thing. Like yeah. he just totally jumped on board with it.
1: I love, it when, I love, love comes, it when Cisco calls him back off, Captain Cold, and he's like Captain Cold. I like that. Like it. Yeah. yeah like, that. Bro. <laughs> let's
0: just be cool. Yeah. I and you know a lot of times I see reviews and people hate him. Like I've seen yeah. a lot of people who don't like him and think he's way over the top and so it's cheesy. the point of character. Yeah, it's not that he really is like that. He's doing that. It's a bit he's doing. <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Oh, he's so entertaining. He's so theatrical. Yeah. I love how he just embraces everything. Yeah. Cap- yep, I got it. Yep. Ro- that's
0: why it's gonna be so great when we get the payoff for all the rogues, like an actual proper rogue story.
1: I really, help Flash. Flash. Yeah, because Heat Waves off on Legends of Tomorrow, and Captain Cold is coming back, but he's a villain as part of the Legion of Doom in the next season. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah. the, it's all time fucked, right? So.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: true. Uh, but yeah, th- that's what I was really hoping we'd see in Flash season two. Like all we're missing is Mirror Master. Yeah. Right. I mean, we don't need Boomerang anymore because he's yeah. spot. We're gonna get into him like very shortly. We'll we'll talk about that next probably. But we already have we got Cold Trickster, the classic Trickster, Mark Hamill. Oh yeah, great. Weather Wizard, oh. Heat Wave. Um. Yeah, it's just Mirror Master, and you got the main five. Yeah,
0: right I, if they if they got to do it with Mirror Master though, I don't want to see it without him. So as long as they bring him in, I'm ready
1: for a Rogue story. For so he sure. wrote a Flash movie, and the first movie had all five of those Rogues in it, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I do remember this. I you you've read them to me before, and I loved them. Oh, you loved them, did you? I loved them. Yeah, 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 definitely.
1: Okay. All right, all right.
0: Yeah, it was a comic book come to life, pal. It's been Thank the, it you. would have been the best DC movie to date.
1: Hey, thanks, buddy. I really appreciate you saying that.
0: Yeah, well, one of my favorite parts is when.
1: To beat what's come out.
0: Yeah, I, well, one of my favorite parts is is part of Wally's origin is that Barry actually raped him when they were when he was younger.
1: Did you like that twist I put on it? I feel like yeah, like darker and gritty. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was more well, it's more realistic. But definitely, definitely <laughs> <with> that real <laughs> setting, right? When I read these fantasy sci-fi, if, sides,
0: if the Flash were in the real world, somebody along the line got raped. Would have raped somebody, somebody. Yeah, somebody yeah, would have yeah, raped
1: someone. Yeah, main character would have raped a side character for sure. For sure. <laughs> no, no, that
0: didn't happen in your
1: movie, buddy. No, no buddy. Your
0: movie was very faithful and it was very good,
1: was Real good, I think. Yeah, me too. All right, buddy. Now. What do you want to do? You want to do Suicide Squad?
0: Yeah, let's... I mean, it's this has been a pretty long episode. And like you said, everyone can go to the next episode of, of, mm. of Two Broke Geeks and... You can hear us talk about most of it, and you can read my review on AtomicEekdom.com.
1: I was gonna plug your review. Everybody, oh, <laughs> you gotta check out Randy's review. You know what? Okay. Uh, let's plug the review, and then I say we each say two things we liked and we didn't like. What do you say? What do you say? Good with that?
0: That's gonna be very stifling.
1: But yeah. Go ahead. yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it because I know how you just love giving quick answers and never explaining right. yourself. Never explaining myself. Randy wrote like the most excellent Suicide Squad review. Oh, buddy, ever. And and I and I say this not only because I do think it's really well written buddy but also because like everything you say echoes my sentiments exactly well,
0: thanks, um Tom.
1: with with just a, t- a few variations yeah. um so it was a re- check it out on atomic com and then uh we, we linked it on our twitter we'll probably relink it too just uh, after we release this episode tomorrow
0: i'll be honest with you buddy i wasn't even gonna bring it up but now that you do no i did
1: bring it up. Oh, so now that i've introduced it <laughs> right the, you might as well discuss about how great a job you did huh <laughs> I do appreciate you but saying on that. on a though, scale buddy. of 1 to 10, how great a job did you do?
0: Yeah, how great of a job is about uh, 8.20.
1: Uh, that's a pretty high score, buddy.
0: Yeah, it was a 20 it,
1: out of 8. You know, that's technically a 10.
0: Oh, 10 out of 10. Yeah. But it was <laughs> Deep Space
1: 9. Oh, um, no, I don't care for that joke. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you won't um, get it. So, buddy, let, let's let's just do two things real quick. Quick little teases. Let's say okay. we'll get into it. Listen to Two Broke Geeks if you want more. But, buddy, tell me tell me one thing first that you did like about it.
0: Uh, well, I said before I loved Harley. I, I truly think Margot Robbie became Harley. Um, and she became all the stuff that I loved about Harley. <laughs> I think so they she threw in a little bit from all the different variations. But what she came out with was great. Her voice was really cool. It didn't get annoying, I didn't think. Um, the parts that were annoying, I do feel like she was really hamming it up as the character. Not Margot Robbie, like Harley was hamming it up um and you know what i i didn't get a chance to mention it on the other podcast there were a lot of us and we were all talking about a lot of stuff but um i do kind of feel like there you know there's kind of moments where she slips into like remembering her origin and stuff like that you know i do kind of feel like the voice thing how it goes in and out i think that is kind of her like back and forth through reality you know what i
1: mean i actually thought about that mid-conversation during the two geeks podcast is i wonder if they're related
0: oh yeah i mean that's how i feel about harley you know she's she's not like the joker there are moments where the the harleen comes out of her and she wants to do good things but but she's not quite stable (laughs) you know what i mean yeah she's very much always on the
1: edge so buddy real quick did it bother you when uh spoilers by the way for suicide squad did it bother you um when uh, Amanda Waller said that she was crazier than the Joker?
0: um, I mean, it didn't bother me that, that Amanda Waller said that.
1: You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It, it, but do you I think did... it's true. Do you think that's the message DC's trying to send us with this movie? Is that oh, I certainly they hope Harley. not.
0: I, I, I don't think so, because we didn't see Harley just shoot every single person she crossed paths with in the face, either. Yeah, yeah. So, but... I think that... I don't, I don't know if that... I it didn't. It did, I didn't care that Amanda Waller said that. I think she
1: was just trying to be a bitch. Okay. All right. All right. I kind of rolled but, my uh, eyes and was like, "I hope yeah, they sell us. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: But I, I, you know, I think I would have more if she was comparably nuts as Joker was in this movie. You know what I mean? So yeah. So, um. All right. So buddy. yeah, I, I loved Harley. And what, what else did I
1: love? Um. You got one more thing you can say that you liked. Ah,
0: uh, that's really annoying. Yeah. Um the teases. Oh, uh, the one thing I was shocked about liking was uh was was Deadshot. I really liked Will Smith being Will Smith being Floyd Lawton. <laughs> That was that was the character Will Smith yeah. played,
1: right? That's what I said on Two Broke Geeks is that Will Smith played Floyd Lawton, whereas Amanda uh, uh, Viola Davis became Amanda Waller. Yeah, well,
0: I feel like Will Smith played Will Smith playing Floyd Lawton. You think so? Huh? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs>
1: um, but like, remember, remember how successful you were in your old movies, Will? Like, do that, but then do also do it as this character.
0: Right. That's why I call him the fresh assassin of the God. fresh
1: assassin of. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> midway city yeah, yeah but um but listen buddy he uh um one other thing is, is batman i loved batman in it and they they had a better batman movie in suicide squad hidden away than anything that was in PBS, so. <laughs> The
1: the two the two slash three cameos yeah, Batman were infinitely better than his entire appearance in BVS.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really great. I liked that it was from the villain's perspective too. I thought that was good. Yeah, for sure. Well, but so I did two things
0: I liked. You do things you two things you like now, and then I'll go did to hate.
1: Three. Technically, you did three things because you said no. I
0: didn't. You only get two though.
1: You said Harley, Deadshot, and Batman. I'm gonna go ahead and take three then. Real quick. You can have two and a half. Two and a half. Yep. All right, um, buddy. Everybody, Would you just have? It. Everybody's saying it, so I- I- I'll say it. El Diablo, biggest surprise. Oh,
0: ever. I forgot to say, but I figured you would.
1: <laughs> yeah, loved him. I loved, loved El, El Diablo. Diablo. Um, he better fucking come back, or or I will be upset. Yeah, man, uh, I liked him. I want to see him again for sure. Actor did a great job. The character story was compelling, and, I mean, we we both said this, but he had the most like rounded story. Yeah, for sure. Um, of any of the characters in this movie so um yeah it el-
0: made me want to go dig out a bunch of books with el diablo in them <laughs> and actually find out about him and i don't know if he's the same in the books because i don't really have a frame of reference for him i wish i did i feel a little stupid but it definitely made me want to go f- read more about him so i mean
1: that's that's to yeah. the film's credit yeah, so. yeah. He, he that guy did a great job this the movie did a great job of telling that story of his yeah. character um, another thing I really liked, buddy, was that uh, I walked I walked out of this movie and I was happy. Yeah, like I felt good. I it, well, uh, obviously there are things to hate about it. We're gonna get into sure. some of those. Um, there were a lot of things to walk away like it just as a film, right? Just just not not only did BBS have problems, but the movie itself was kind of crap. Yeah. um this movie has its struggles but when i walked out of the theater i was like i actually had a good time yeah i haven't said that about a dc movie since like i didn't like rises i didn't walk out of rises going oh that was so great i'm so happy i saw that i was like i don't under really understand why i'm not happy like yeah. why am i not feeling good about this so like man of steel is super disappointed bvs obviously like devastated that it turned out as bad but walked out of suicide squad and was like had good things to say
0: yeah uh, honestly like the biggest part of it for me like uh, it's been depressing right being a dc fan for movies is just depressing
1: it's hard and walking
0: especially walking out of batman superman because that was such a big letdown where i walked out like fucking dude this sucks what happened yeah i'm just i was bummed man <laughs> but um Walking out of this movie like I was I was I was pumped, man. I was, and and it felt so good to be pumped for it. And all I could think about was all the stuff I liked and to be honest with you, a lot of the stuff that like sure after I sat back a few hours, mm-hmm. I saw all the story plot holes and yeah. all the stuff that really wasn't that well crafted, but it wasn't my first thought walking out of the theater for yeah. sure. I was thinking about all the shit that was so cool. Yeah, we're, um, we're a
1: little bit different. We've said this before. You're definitely more of like I don't want to say fanboy. What did you say? Like the Joe...
0: I guess I'm Joe just... Trump. I'm definitely a common... I'm a fan. I'm definitely yeah. a fan, and I'm definitely just more of a common moviegoer. So um, but I, I'm very more of... I'm a selfish critic, too, buddy, because if it's something that I like, I'm going to say I like it. You know what I mean? I'm going to say it's great, even if it's not...
1: yeah. Yeah. You know, Whereas I look, I look at the movies not only from a fan perspective, but I also kind of look at them from from the critical perspective. Is what was this movie well crafted? Right. Like, did did the stories make sense? Were the characters compelling? Um, you know what 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 plot holes were left open? Stuff like right. that. So that I do have an easier time of kind of understanding where the critics are coming from. So I think I just checked earlier. It said it was at a 26% out of two hundred fifty four reviews. Now I would not give it a 26%, but I totally understand why it's a 26% movie. But, but the reason I would rate it higher is because I have this kind of torrid history with DC movies and I'm just happy to have one that I didn't hate. So I'm yeah. more willing to forgive it and enjoy it. Um, and yeah,
0: my issues is that that gives the impression that it's comparable to BVS, and it's simply not. It's it's a better movie in not just because it's better, but it's it's a better movie too.
1: I mean, I, now I'm gonna say it's a better movie, um, but the but they share a lot of similarities. And you know what? I'll, I guess I'll jump right into something I didn't like. Uh, which is the editing. The editing in this movie was terrible. It's as bad as BVS was.
0: See, I thought it was way better. Because mm. there are some times in Man of Steel and in BVS where it's like, I saw things, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. See, that happened
1: plenty of times for me. See,
0: yeah, for me in this, it was I thought everything played out really well. Mm. Like, I thought the action scenes were,
1: were You really can tell there's a lot of stuff that's been cut from this movie. I mean, it, 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 just one of them is the Joker stuff like a yeah. lot of that has been cut. And you can
0: Yeah, that's it. a bummer.
1: Um actually, if I can take my little half thing I like, buddy, the biggest surprise actually, even more than El Diablo Slipknot, what a what a compelling and crazy oh, interesting character he turned. I think it's be, great huh?
0: that they gave him a little time just to grow, you <laughs> know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he definitely had like, you know, a complete story arc, He had a beginning, middle and end.
0: Right. remember I mean, that he put his ear to the ground and like those buffalo were walking with the. Yeah, yeah. I think I it, was, it was like the spirit of the wind, wind or real something. Real racist.
1: Yeah, it was definitely real racist.
0: <laughs> right. When yeah. the buffaloes were it's walking like upon the lands of the water and the storm and the ice, it was definitely yeah. uh, a very noble thing.
1: I was no. I was really surprised. Like his uh his exit in the film, like it like like the completion of his character arc was very explosive oh uh, yeah uh, up up buddy it definitely yeah, popped yeah. right off the screen yeah yeah yeah
0: His uh, yeah. yeah. that blew off as well. <laughs> yeah 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 he definitely had for <laughs> about five yeah. minutes of knowing him
1: um <laughs> and then uh okay so the last thing I didn't like aside from the editing sure. um and I'm gonna I'm gonna take this before you do but I don't think I think you'd let me have this anyway I'm super super disappointed that Captain Boomerang was not the Captain Boomerang from the comics that I love.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely.
1: Um, Jai Courtney, and people are... I know people will jump down my throat anytime I say this. Jai Courtney did a great job. He's badass. I have no problem whatsoever with his performance. I, th- I think this is a great role for him. I yeah. think he would have been better if it was the classic Captain Boomerang, but I've got no issues with Jai Courtney. I would watch him again, and as far as his placement in the movie, if he's going to be this neutered... Like Captain Boomerang, I'll accept it and I'll watch it because it was still entertaining on some level. Right. But I, but I love the character of Captain Boomerang in the comics because he's like, he's worse he's than Red shit. Hood. I was yeah. gonna say he's like Red Hood. He's worse than Red Hood. Like he's the worst. He has no. I mean, he definitely
0: time. is not a mass killer like Red Hood though.
1: Mm. But he definitely
0: has no code. He, he, has, he has no honor. Yeah. Yeah. He's,
1: Nothing. Nothing. He's a bad guy. Um, So I was disappointed that that didn't happen. But I'm not devastated. You know? Like, I'll accept this for what it right. is. I'll be okay. So that's all I got, buddy. That's all yeah. I got.
0: Uh, I'm totally with you there, buddy. I mean, 100%. There's a, a couple scenes specifically in the movie that we felt like could have totally been the perfect Cap- uh, Captain Boomerang moments. But they didn't quite follow through with them enough. And actually gave us the opposite of what we feel like the exact opposite been. of
1: what Boomerang would have um,
0: just not in it for himself. He he bought a little too much into the team thing. You know, by the end of the movie, I I did kind of think like, shouldn't there have been a one guy who wasn't on board with this whole thing, and that should have been <laughs> yeah, Boomerang, absolutely.
1: right? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So I, I definitely would have rather him. If if honestly, I, I like you you talk about a scene that would have been cool in the other podcast, but uh, so you know. But um, just to say, like, if, if that scene where he bails out of the bar was the last time we saw him, I, I probably would have been cool with I would have
1: been fine with it. <laughs> I would have <laughs> yeah, been fine with it. that
0: was Boomerang. Yep. That,
1: is, that is what <laughs> Boomerang does. He says, yeah. fuck y'all, and he runs.
0: Yeah, I mean, of course, they could have brought him back at the end,
1: you know, to do
0: some – to say some shit or well they would have brought
1: him again. back because everyone else was kind of getting a little bored yeah. for being so heroic and right. he would have showed up to collect his reward right. and they would have been like you didn't do shit man That
0: or even if they caught him and brought him back again yeah. him back yeah. for the <laughs> end. but either way <laughs> if that, that was the last thing we saw him do that would have been perfect to me yeah but um so yeah so as far as that goes um, I think we both got a chance to really say what we wanted to say about the Joker, but let's just throw in there real quick for people who aren't going to listen to another show is that we both have a little bit of a, a conflicting views on, on this Joker. Um, And I, and, and I think we both have a valid reason for why we feel this way mm. because it goes both ways. Um, So me, I didn't necessarily love what I saw. Um, I'm not happy. Let, no, let, I'm not, let me rephrase that. I'm not happy with what I saw because there was not enough variation in this Joker. Yeah. Um, but I'm very picky with the Joker. I feel like nobody has played it to perfection. I want somebody to play multiple different personalities for Joker because he's, he's this wild guy you never
1: know what you're gonna get with him yeah um he'll so, totally let you go he'll totally like not kill you oh yeah for, for any reason it could be just that day he said i'm not gonna kill anyone today
0: right or, or he just threw a pie in your face and felt that that was enough
1: yeah yeah like maybe <laughs> right. he likes maybe he likes the cut of your jib right it's so gonna let you go you know or maybe Shit. maybe you had some balls and you stood up and you said you're not killing me and then he's right. like you know what i won't kill you and sometimes yeah. he'll be like, here's a pie and some acid.
0: Yes. You know, and actually, I don't know if you've read it, but Joker um, was uh, the Brian Azzarello and uh, Lee Mayo book. That, and they definitely they based it off of the Heath Ledger Joker. But um, they, they got the character very well, where he was very jokey, very fun. He takes a liking to this gangster who's Johnny Frost, who actually ends up being a, a character – Who's like his right uh, one of his thugs in in uh, Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. um, but he he's he's he takes to him for some reason and he kind of takes him under his wing and he's super nice to this guy, um, and then all of a sudden when he pisses him off and when he feels like he's not quite understanding the jokes he turns on him very <laughs> very very uh, violently. So I guess I just would have liked to see a little more of a fun and kind of um. Like, you just, maybe, like, we just didn't know where we were going to get. I'll say it again because it's the best way I can think of it to say to people. I just felt like by the end of the movie, I knew everything. Like, I knew when we saw Joker on screen what to expect. Yeah. Um, whereas with other iterations and Namely, and I know everyone's going to compare him to Heath Ledger and that's only because he's recent, but I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen scene to scene with Heath Ledger. You yeah. know, there were, he was very funny as the Joker and he was very scary. Whereas Jared Leto was just very scary. I didn't think he was that funny.
1: I thought he was just very scary. I didn't think he th- was funny. I just thought he was weird.
0: Yeah, he's just weird. So, And I want to see more. I want to see different aspects. But we haven't seen enough because this wasn't a Joker movie. So I want to hearken back to that point of uh, we're both very – we both have a valid reason to feel the way we feel. Mm-hmm. My reason is because we didn't get to see enough, and I do feel like Jared Leto has more up his
1: sleeve for, for Joker. So Yeah, and that's I guess that's the problem is that the, – the, I've been saying that I want to see more, that that I'm not happy with what I've seen and I want to see more, but I I don't want to see more for the right reasons. You know what I mean? Like like during The Dark Knight, I wanted to see more because I loved every second Heath Ledger was the Joker on screen. This Joker, I want to see more because I don't like him yet and I want to like him. So I need to see more in order to form a more valid opinion of him.
0: Right. So both those things are are very valid, where you didn't get to see enough, um, so you can only judge it off what you've seen. And what you've seen, you didn't like, right? And that's fair. Yeah. Um, whereas I am, I am taking the stance that I want to see more before I can say I didn't like it, because I did li- like. Like there are bits and pieces I could pull out of that movie and say that was an awesome scene, and he was great as Joker in that moment. Yeah. Um, and I think that if we got in the next movie and or or him in an actual Batman movie and he does have more of a big range with the Joker and it would totally ex- like be okay to have that happen and maybe even make a joke out of it, whereas, like, you know, that time we saw him in Suicide Squad, he was just having, like, a real fucking bad week. So that's why he like, yeah. was so scary <laughs> that week. Um, but he doesn't have to conform to that. Uh, how cool would it be if Joker was in multiple movies and every time he showed up he was, like, totally different throughout the whole oh, movie, Oh, that'd right? be so cool. Yeah. Um. So, again, I, I don't want to say I didn't like what I saw, but I was not happy with what I saw.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally understand the best that. Best
0: way to say it. I feel like for me. Um there and there's a lot of stuff like that, man. I I think the biggest takeaway from a movie like this is they they definitely banked on um on the fun interactions between the characters and honestly it it totally fucking it pulled the wool over my eyes as just a casual fan and and moviegoer where i was just having they fun they tricked... it got me yeah they tricked me buddy yeah. i was just having fun uh, you fell for, the you movie.
1: fell for their roots
0: yeah i was just having fun watching the movie i wasn't yeah. paying attention to the you fact thought you
1: were watching a good movie because the character interactions were fun but really you were watching a bad movie with right. some really, fucking character
0: really i was watching <laughs> this weird en- enchantress story where it turns into into a fucking Michael Bay film where things are growing out of the ground and like honestly, a lot of those special effects, while they were cool, they, they were out of a totally different movie, yeah. right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, and it was it was just weird and, and I really liked her look. I don't know her name, but she was really cool. Um
1: Kara something. Yeah,
0: there's a couple parts like when she like shushes flag, like that's oh, that what,
1: was That, creeped that me was out. creepy as
0: shit. I really yeah. liked that. So I really liked her as the witch and stuff but i didn't like the whole like i guess the big spectacle of the villains yeah it just it was it wasn't quite cool to me um where whereas in contrast i really did like when el diablo became that big fire monster that was, that was
1: cool. so cool buddy <laughs> yeah. stole the show stole yeah. the show buddy I would
0: Agree, buddy i would agree and i know you keep saying it but I, I the the all the music was pretty badass, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I I feel like it certainly wasn't always placed appropriately within the film. Um but the soundtrack like yeah. it, the the music that they used in the soundtrack Right, it's fantastic.
0: Well, you know, you know, kind of what I liked, buddy, is it, it ha- where it did seem kind of jarring, especially like so. You know, everybody, all the people who got introductions in the beginning of the movie got a different song, right? And I felt they all were very well represented by their song. Oh,
1: absolutely. Um, and it yeah. felt
0: kind of comic booky to like jump into those different moods. So while it didn't pace very well for a movie, it was very comic book like. That that was my thought on
1: it. No, I, I agree. I, I'm yeah. just, yeah. Overall, when I walked away, jarring is the best word to use, where I, I was yeah. like, oh, this uh, this doesn't feel right. like this. I wasn't prepared for this setup.
0: Right, uh, right,
1: right, right. But uh, overall, like, the music was fantastic. I love that. I've been listening yeah. to the soundtrack all weekend. Like, as we soon really as finished, that one finished, uh... the Heathens song. Heathens, and I really like um, the joke, the um, I Started a Joke that they used in the very first trailer which I was going to say buddy is my favorite trailer of this movie before yeah. they started doing like the bohemian rhapsody stuff and making them real fun yeah but it was that when it was that first comic con trailer that showed up and then and then leaked and so they released it officially yeah that is my favorite trailer for this movie and in a way I kind of wish that tone was a l- appeared a little bit more right in this movie um but Man, that and that I was that
0: song we were talking about the other night, right? The the really cool, the slow like, one. Yeah, yeah, but there's like a hip
1: hop woman's voice verses in between, right? Uh, no. Oh. No. Which one am I talking about? Then? That might be, that that might be Heavens.
0: Is the one you sent me the other night, and I told you I really liked it. Oh, one.
1: that was the rain. The the started the singing. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that was
1: the one I said, the dude sounds like you.
0: With the black keys guys. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I really like that song. Yeah, I like that's that one, one, one of my too. favorite ones. I like that one a lot.
0: Yeah, that's a great song. So
1: um, overall, we're accepting it. We're accepting it as a DC definitely very movie. Accepted. Very excited yes. for the future. I would totally see a sequel for sure. Even if it was this yeah. caliber, even if they didn't change it, I'd see another movie that I feel like isn't a good movie, but I had a great time watching it.
0: You know what sucks for this movie? is because the first two we we're so disappointed with it's like everyone wanted this movie to save the franchise Yeah, and that shouldn't have been the burden of this movie. No. We should have had two great movies and then walked into this and just said, hey, yeah that was fine, you know, yeah. just a side movie whatever, who cares, it was cool Yeah, but instead we hinged our continuance to fucking uh, let DC get away with shit movies yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, so <laughs>
1: We were really hoping this would be just the greatest movie of all time. I definitely feel like this is get this movie's getting a lot of grace because people just want to see a good DC movie. The critics, yeah, but I've yeah, the
0: critics aren't buying. I I don't know. I I'm, I'm having a hard time, buddy. I don't think it's as bad as as the the critics are making it. No,
1: and I agree. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. I get why it's doing it, but I personally don't think it's that bad. Um. It's. I guess it's kind of weird to say that, because I can put myself in their shoes and be super critical of it, right? And, and if I do that, then I wind up finding too many flaws, and I wind up starting to think less of the movie. But overall, I enjoyed the movie. I had a good time watching it. And I don't think every movie needs... I mean, I've said this before. I don't think every movie needs to be a masterpiece. It's right. okay for a movie to not be good, but still be fun and entertaining and have you look forward to future movies. So...
0: If I I I would I would be more comfortable I wouldn't be comfortable in this until this movie was like a sixty something on Rotten Tomatoes. That's how far off base I think they are.
1: Well, you think it's sixty? Yeah.
0: Wow. And that's that's still not a great movie, bro. That's like a D. <laughs>
1: but it's yeah. like – You know what I
0: mean, Buddy, It It isn't that I'd put, bad. It's not it fucking a... F for sure.
1: Yeah, I'd put it as a fifty. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if I, and that's no, where that whole
0: thing comes into play big. with us buddy
1: yeah that's because I I, into, yeah. I focus a lot on like the editing obviously we feel differently about the editing but I do think the editing was very choppy very poor on the caliber of BBS
0: oh man uh, oh, oh, buddy we're going to argue <laughs> about that one I said something the other day and you breezed right through it but I'm going to say it because it'll piss you off and maybe it'll get you arguing with me I felt that the action scenes were better done than they were in
1: Star Trek. Beyond. Do you really feel that way?
0: I really do, buddy. I really I, felt that, like
1: the, I, the... That is a joke. I thought you were trying to get it right. No,
0: buddy. A lot of the combat scenes felt very, like, you know, those, class, like, those close-up, like, very fast and jarring and hard to keep your eyes on. Like, I felt like some of the action was kind of filmed that way in... Uh, Star Trek. In Star Trek, which which is actually... I was I, the reason I noticed it is because that director is is actually does a really good job in the Fast and Furious series of not letting that happen. Hmm. You know what I mean? So I noticed it. Whereas in this, I felt like I knew everything that was going on, and you felt like you didn't. I don't know. I we I mm-hmm. guess we just we have we have different views, buddy. It's I fine. guess so. Maybe we still maybe best this, buds.
1: You know what? I heard that from someone else but they said that the screen that they saw it on was a particularly terrible screen but it's been I
0: saw it on a particularly awesome screen so the
1: XD I I, dis- I disagree with you completely on that I think your screen was probably really bad and maybe that not. Might have
0: something to do with it Oh wait you're talking about um, Star Trek Star Trek yeah. yeah um it wasn't it wasn't that bad
1: I see I don't have an issue with the action in Suicide Squad but I would certainly say that I think the action in Star Trek is better, but they are different types of action. So I think it's hard to compare the two.
0: And I just definitely meant more about like, because I do keep hearing people saying stuff like about how they couldn't really tell what was going on in the scenes. Mm. And I felt that way in Star Trek. And I, and I felt the exact opposite in this. I, I actually mentioned it in the review specifically that I felt like the action scenes let us enjoy what was happening in them. Mm yeah yeah, i definitely i definitely i liked him
1: well yeah. all right buddy let's you know what let's just agree that i'm right and you have an opinion Yeah,
0: let's agree that sometimes you are that, too you judgmental know, what i said is you're, you're a correct. bad guy and sometimes or, you know you let your opinions all up on get on that that you. Fucking
1: sometimes you definitely Rotten Rotten feel tomatoes. like you know you're Love Rotten like Rotten your tomatoes idea you're if ron tomato's dicks were a dick you would have sucked. Three I of suck people. on that Rotten right. Tomatoes dick. <laughs> three happy. Rotten Tomatoes so, dick. So I mean here's the thing like I I do usually tend to agree with the overall critics right? I, I mean know if, you do. if a movie gets like a 50% I don't let it you know affect my judgment of the film. I watched a movie the other day that's a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes that I was like, "Oh my god, this is a 70."
0: For You're sure. Low. Well, that's how I feel about this movie, buddy. Yeah.
1: So no and and I agree. I don't think it's a 26% movie. I think this is a 50% or I'm gonna say or a solid fifty. You're gonna say a solid sixty. That's not too I'm far say off. A solid they're both sixty-seven. They're both failing 60. grades.
0: They're both well, mine's a D. D's you terrible. Still get buddy. by. Like you're not going to a nice college, but buddy, you will get through the grade.
1: A D, if you think a D is passing, then we have wildly different interpretations of what a good grade is.
0: Well, okay, maybe we have wildly different. I'm not okay. Maybe there's a difference. Maybe it's because you're a parent, but D passes the class f fails the class as far as like, i'm concerned it's not an acceptable grade, grade. As a d far... is not acceptable you can't be getting d's but you would pass the class if you got a d oh do
1: you see what i'm saying yeah, i guess i guess yeah, technically yes on a technical level you are 100 correct and if that's the case then your version of suicide squad passes
0: buddy my father's version when I was in high school, he didn't want me getting C's. I got in trouble when I got fucking C's.
1: But yeah. That's yeah. bullshit, bro. Because that's fucking average. So, buddy, an A is excellent. A B excellent. is great. Fine. A C is... Average. A C is good, and you need a little bit of work. A C is what we expect you to get. That's, that's, the, I expect that's a B. what I think. You I expect, expect a B. B. You expect a B. I expect a B. That's that that bad a, in but you, buddy. I'll, but I'll accept a C... And with with room for improvement, you know what I mean? Like, let's, we'll
0: accept to see if the teacher writes on the top in purple pen. I would have given him a B if it weren't for this stupid grading curve thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, buddy, you know I I accept that you that you see it as a sixty. I'm totally cool with that. Sixty seven plus. Oh, see, buddy. Now you're now you're now you're just making up numbers. 60.
0: No, now I'm landing. I'm landing there. Sixty seven plus that's what i'm saying
1: buddy you said a 60 before how did, how did it i said
0: you? no i said 60 something
1: oh you said 60 something yeah i said 60 and you're something. settling on a 67, 67 which is like the highest d you can get
0: well no 69 is but yeah
1: i said <laughs> <laughs> these technicalities are gonna work oh
0: no you're right 69 is a d
1: plus so
0: 68 is the highest for a d
1: you, I think 68 and 69 are both. That's deep why deep. I went 67. 60, no, 69, 69 is a D plus. Buddy,
0: there's not. You're giving way too much grace, period. A 91 is a A minus. A 92 is an A.
1: How am I so <laughs> overly critical about the budget, but then the minus and the plus, I'm like, nah, a little bit of grace. Yeah, give him a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I'll say 68 is a D plus. I'll take that. Hey, buddy,
0: how much of a slap in the face is an A-,
1: though? Like, I got a fucking, so a, fucking a. a. Just a. call it an A. Give me a goddamn A. Why right. are you got a slap a minus on it? Put that minus on it there. It's great, except for this one tiny <laughs> little itty-bitty part.
0: Right, you got an A, but barely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got an A, but it's the worst A.
0: It's the worst kind the of worst A. You yeah. Could
1: ever. <sighs> Yeah, buddy, that's fucked up.
0: <laughs> that's fucked up.
1: All right, oh, buddy. So, overall Suicide Squad, you're going to give it a 67. You're going to give it a you're going to give it a D.
0: You're going to suck that Rotten Tomato so dick a a Rotten like Tomatoes a fucking, gonna fucking gonna 12, 12, right?
1: To 50. You know what? I'm going to say I'm going to say is a is a is a, a as a movie, it's a 50. I'm going to say as a superhero movie or as as a fun action movie, I would give it in the 60s
0: there you go buddy yeah
1: there you go from a from a critical standpoint
0: as from- just a fanboy who ignores every plot hole in your just movie
1: fanboy who's willing you know what no as a fanboy who's willing to forgive more i'd give it in I, I i'd put it in the 60s
0: now, buddy, I see. I was just about to say that the, the 60s grade for me is taking into consideration all the stuff that I felt was done poorly. If you're gonna
1: be, a if I'm gonna be a total fanboy,
0: fan I'm like at B plus. Yeah, I'm really? skirting on A. When right? I, if I was just to total fanboy, know
1: how much I hate grading. I'll do it for fun now, but like I hate grading. I gave it a C plus B minus. Yeah. I definitely dropped that down to a C. Right. Um. But that, and that's just me personally. Right. You know what I give the movie? Hmm. Deep space? No. no. I <laughs> I give
0: it. I give it a bad. I, <laughs> yeah. Because because the characters are bad, buddy. Right, buddy. I know. I get it. <laughs> you get it, buddy. Hate they're the villains. Character. They're villains.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're, hey, they're
0: okay. Yeah. How much do they shove in your face that these guys are villains? Oh, about? they
1: love to remind us every second. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad guy. I can't trust you.
0: Right. 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 right.
1: All right, Four pal. Cents. All right.
0: Okay, buddy. pal. Uh, great talk today. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, and and great seeing Suicide Squad. I can't wait to listen to the part of just uh, Two Broke Geeks that I was not on the call, and I bet you guys talked about a cool bunch of cool stuff that I, I didn't get to voice my opinion on, but that's fine.
1: Just overall interpretation of the movie, <laughs> and you came in as we were talking about Deadshot. You didn't miss anything.
0: I didn't miss anything. But good.
1: you do okay. need to listen to the whole episode, as does everyone else. I You're required just- by Atomic Geekdom Law. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway
0: let's tell it, them where they can find us buddy you can tell us on twitter you can find us at just two pals with the number two just of course, uh yeah. yeah you can find us on atomicgeekdom.com along with some other great podcasts such as the atomic geekdom podcast uh atomic geekdom geek out which sometimes you might find us guys on
1: that's right uh, two broke fun you can hop on listen to some two broke geeks you can listen they're to are geeks we're all
0: geeks ringside geeks is a bunch of fun they're great yeah they do right um, You can read a bunch of reviews, some by me, some by my old pal Johnny here, who writes the the best reviews,
1: definitely. Thanks, I'll Uh, I'll accept that compliment. Well, you should. You can can also find our podcast uh, not only on the Atomic Kingdom website, you can find us on iTunes and Google Play. There you go. Uh, You're welcome to hit either of us up individually on Twitter. If you don't want to go through the uh, Just Two Pals Twitter, you can get me, at Johnny Wellens, you can get Randy, at Matches1047. That's the one. That is the one. Uh, You can shoot us an email if you feel like it. No one's really shot us an email. Shoot us an email. Just tell us anything. I don't really (laughs) care. Just
0: just, (laughs) Just shoot us an email saying that our email works.
1: Yeah. At least. We want to make sure. And then send us an email with your review of it. Right, 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 right. uh, You can get that at uh, just2palspod at gmail.com. And uh, that's that's the show. That's it. That's the show. Yep. Yep. Uh, Let's play them out of here, buddy. All right, but we'll, uh, what, what, what do you... What do you uh, we, we didn't have put point?
0: any thought into this.
1: Yeah, there's really no music. There's no uh, music. Oh, wait. I started a joke. I don't know that song. <laughs> it's from the trailer. That started the whole world crying. Oh, buddy, this isn't good. No, it's good. Just hang in there. It's going to okay. pay off. Okay. All right. I started to
0: cry. Buddy, is this getting to the point where it's going to get good? Yeah, coming up, buddy. Just wait. Just wait. It started the whole world happy. We're almost there? Or we're just right about there, right? (laughs) The corner. Here it comes. Okay. Here we go. Good night, everybody. Have a great night.